Welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast. You're not going to believe this. Episode 182, Starfield. With me, George, and this week joined by RGT and Bobby, gallant space captains to my couldn't even captain a rubber ducky in the bath. How's it going, men? Very well, thank you. Good, good. Awesome to hear. Let's not mess around today. Let's get, because I'm, I always vicariously very intrigued about what you guys have been up to gaming wise. So let's start with the handsome cherub up in the clouds. Bobby, what have you been playing? Uh, again, strictly Diablo 4 with oh, my stepdad. No. Am I going to have to ban this? Am I going to have to ban this? It's getting there. It's getting How there. many hours it's now, Bobby? 364. <laughs> That's crazy. And um, we attempted to beat Lilith. We got our health bar down maybe like a third. Felt mm. pretty confident, and then she just backslapped all of us at the same time, mm. and we literally all died at the same time. Wow. Oh, so clearly, we're not. We're what, not one hit. Yeah, we're not really. We're not even close to. <laughs> technically speaking, to me, if I get if I we happen to beat Lilith, this will definitely be the hardest platinum I've ever done. Wow. It's yes. it's, it's 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 sickening. How difficult she is! It's, She's grinding it's, you down there. No, she really. It's a, It's like we like we want to keep going because we want to beat her for the satisfaction, but then you don't want to go and keep attempting it because then it's like it just brings your morale down so so hard. I've had some similar morale busting experiences gaming yeah. recently, and uh, like when I first played God of War two, and I was trying to beat Zeus, I mean my morale was going down. And my controller was like on the verge of being shattered, but I did it, you know, but like mm. you kept trying, you felt like you were getting better. You kept trying with the list. We're not getting any better. We're not, not at What's all. What's the answer to this? More loot, more higher gear, more. Yeah. Stats. We need better gear. And I think I'm going to change my rogue to a poison rogue. I feel like that's the secret. So I'm working on it. Hmm. There's a bit of trial and error, I suppose, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, you go on YouTube and you see somebody like, you know, level 80, kill her. And we're over here like level 100 with some pretty good gear getting smacked. So I, I, don't, I don't understand the YouTubers. So I don't get them. I don't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pro gamers. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Definitely professional gamers, for sure. With that put to one slot, tragic event put to one side, is there anything else you want to share with us? Um, no. You've not even played Snake on your mobile? No, nothing. Not nothing. Nothing. I did go to the store and I pre-ordered um, EA Sports 24. Mm-hmm. I got the uh, $89 version because I wanted to play it a week earlier. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. I will play it a week earlier. Mm-hmm. It depends how Diablo goes. Wow. Stunning. Revelation. I got a bunch of stuff from the store. Actually, there's a sale, and a lot of my wish items were on sale. Oh, what well, have you got? I was always a cheaper way playing it. Yeah, you know? I bought. Um, well, you know what? Let me look at my PlayStation. 
our app and see if I can tell you guys what I bought. Okay. We'll come back to you when you tell us your pickups. RGT? Yes. Let us know the cheaper way of playing it, first of all. What's the cheapest way of playing the EA Sports FC? Normally, you can play it earlier for the first 10 hours if you download EA Play, three ninety nine for the month. Play it early until the release come out, then cancel your EA Play subscription, then you just carry on your game. Well, it's people like you that are killing massive multinational companies. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Going yeah. back. I love it. Some some executive's not going to get his bobo because of you. <laughs> RGT, tell me everything about everything apart from Starfield, because we're going to discuss that after the news. Yep. Tell me what else you've been playing. Right. Is love it on chair. Switch? Make yourself a coffee, feel relaxed. Is it ready. on Switch? Just, you wait. You'll, I'll go through my list, and if there is on Switch, you may intervene. Okay? <laughs> right. Very good. First of, <laughs> first of all, uh, had a bit of a shed night with Paul Border from the Discord. So we played uh, two random games. We started off with Athletic Kings on uh, Sega Saturn. Mm, that's good, that is. Which is hilarious. And then uh, we started posting a few of our scores on there, which Paul uh, Border never played it before, and then broke the world record for the sprint on his first go, which should be... <laughs> Rose Space Monk's record of about 10 years. So then he was back on it trying to beat the record back. So that was brilliant fun. But yeah, we had great time playing that. That was brilliant. I wonder, um, I wonder where he got his finger skills. I don't know. He's always been he's been an absolute legend with the digits in the past. So he's <laughs> yeah, he's been good. Um so we'll go on to uh, GTA three. We played we started playing through that um on the you know the new trilogy version on the PS4. What? Okay, yeah. Um, reason is because um, going way back, we were roommates years ago, and we played through Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City and San Andreas together. We always did back in the day, and we always said if they bring a remasters out, we'll play back through them, and that's what we're doing. And I absolutely loved playing through this or starting to play through this again with him, so we're going to do one night a week. You're not, you're not jumping through. up and down saying the performance isn't good enough, the graphics don't look very good, you're not giving it any of that. You know, latest no. patch installed. How is it fair or not? Um, I know people wanted a high res ray tracing, all the bells and whistles remaster, but it wouldn't have been the same for me. I like, I do like what they've done. I like the PS2 style graphics with the high res over the top. That's fine. That's nice. I really, and, and it takes you back. The nostalgia vibe from that is phenomenal. And we're having great fun playing that. That was brilliant. And we could have played all night if we could have done. We're just getting a bit old now, so you get a bit tired after about nine o'clock. But uh, <laughs> so we loved that um, playing that, and then I also had uh, a dip back into my switch. So I played played some more Brotato. Um, still keep dipping into that, um, and I played a little game, really cheap little game called Miniature, which is on the Switch for I think eighty nine pence. Um, but the reason I downloaded it, I like the graphic style of it, and it is literally um, little dioramas, and you get five images from that diorama, and you have to put them in the right order to tell the story of that diorama. <sighs> and that's a lovely little game. So I played is that. it? Yes, it is a lovely little game. It is a lovely little game. I enjoyed that. I played it. You can, you can complete it in an hour and a half. You know, it's very short, but it's 89p. That's nice little graphics. It's nice, nice little... Uh, Way to spend some time. Um, played some more Snow Runner um, on Switch. No, no. 
Um, so you're not interested anymore. Um, I also played, started playing Sea of Stars. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not a turn-based gamer at all, but I just love the style of this game. I thought I'd give it a go. I've put about four or five hours in. Um, I've, I've, I need to get to that. I've downloaded it on PS5 because it's in the free game section. Yeah, I'm dying a lot because I'm struggling with the combat because I'm not that up to speed with turn-based games. But the actual story, the graphics are phenomenal. And I'm a retro you know, gamer and I love my pixel art. They you know, with that phenomenal. section, I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but there are some sections where you're climbing and it's in iso- mm-hmm. like a, isometric. And I thought, imagine mm-hmm. if something like Uncharted or Tomb Raider had come out 16-bit and it was like this. Oh, it'd be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. And this this is a gorgeous game and it's a nice story. It's very well made, very well put together, you know, released in prime condition. I really like it. It is good. Um, and normally turn-based is not me. I wouldn't even consider playing a turn-based game, but this is that good that I want to try and master the combat because I keep dying a lot, but it is good. And you do feel, I mean, even to the stage, it was, without spoiling any story, there was, one bit early on where one of the character gets hurt when they're young and they start crying. And that is quite emotional when you see it. The graphics are that good. You actually feel for the lad. Do you know what I mean? It's really well done. Wow. I've heard lots of story, story about the narrative and how well it's been put together. So I'm I'm quite looking forward to getting stuck into that. Yeah, I think uh, you'd I think you'd love that. The way it's um, going at the moment, I probably need to just pone up and buy the Switch version. <laughs> that's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so getting, really? yeah, I would I would bother uh, getting your PS5 out of the loft, George. Um because <laughs> that's staying there, no? Um Dude, you know, I just want a game all the time. And unless I've got a Jenny and L C D on one of those sort of headbands fashioned out of coat hangers. <laughs> uh and a and a, a Jenny in a little red rocket, American red rocket trailer with a red flag on it, walking around with it attached to some sort of bum bag. Um, containing all the power inverters <laughs> sort of hanging over my crotch and infecting them with some sort of strange radiation. Uh, the Switch is my only option right now. Well, you, you know, the way to answer that, you you know, you're from Lincolnshire, Colin Furs, he'll knock you up something like that easy. He's done gaming rigs, there you go. He's just up the road from you. Come I'm going to be walking around like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but LCD screen hanging off your head. No, some erased goggles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I also had a little go on Lonely Mountains Downhill. Oh, yes. Uh, had a little go on that. That's one of the little games while I was installing other games. I was playing it in the background. That's quite good fun. Yeah, uh, I've always, I think I've I've got that. I think I've quite enjoyed it, to be fair. Yeah, is that the isometric good. one? Or is it oh, the... Yes, yeah, that's isometric, sort of blocky, sort of pixel art style, polygon sort of, if you know what I mean. Um, and you have to keep beating your little scores on your downhill tracks and basic but good fun addictive um i also had a go on i downloaded had a go on because that was on this month's games the new newest saints row mm. which i know had uh bombed but i thought well i'll give it a go and i've played first it's couple free, hours. Right? yes yeah this month uh i played the first couple of hours actually all right i've quite enjoyed it. it's a bit silly and it's a bit but the shooting and the and uh, mechanics of it seem quite good. Quite enjoy it so far. I don't know. I, as far How does as it the... jive, say, with your GTA 3 remastered experience? Oh, it's, it's not on the same planet. <laughs> it's nowhere wow. near. But because that's wow. nostalgia for me, GTA 3 is one of the daddies for me. So that's 
yeah, it's not going to be. It's it's an open world, silly sort of shooter game, I suppose, with a bit of a story to it. Um, like I say, I haven't got into the story that much so far. Um, sort of the tutorial that I've played and designed your character. I, I remember, if I may have a little aside here, I remember when I got Saints Row for the original Xbox. I think it was an exclusive mm-hmm. back in the day. That was, yeah. And, you know, I was wanting like a GTA experience and I got mm-hmm. it. And it was just so silly and it felt so bare bones as well. Even it had loads of stuff in it. It mm-hmm. felt a bit hollow yeah. even then. It was a um, real blatant clone. Yeah, but not even very good in terms no. of it. Saints Row Two was good. Saints Row Two was good, but I fell off, and once they started going it down that silly route of yeah. Yeah, Saints Row Two was good. Mm. Saints Row Three was, I guess, fun, but it was stupid. Yeah, it all got a bit silly after that, didn't it? and I sort of fell away from them. But um, yeah, I've quite enjoyed this so far, really. Um, how much I'll play of it, I don't know, but I think I'll, I will dip back in. Um, then there was obviously the aforementioned game, which we'll talk about in a little while as part of the show. Yeah. Um, but then last night, me and Bull Border said we'd play online together, which we haven't done for ages. So we downloaded that Generation Zero, which is also free this month. Ooh, um, cheeky. And I tell you what, that's really, really good fun. It strikes really me. Is fun. it the one with the mechs in like a yes. place of It strikes me almost of having SnowRunner visuals. And that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, you're not far off. That's, that is very similar. Yeah, you're not far off. I mean, it's it's one of them where you you literally start on a jetty and they just say, right, where you go? All right, what do we do? So you start finding bits and you start, you know, finding material and then you find a baseball bat and then you find a gun and you have to keep working your way across the map. It seems quite a big map. Then you meet someone, she sends you out on missions and you've got to work out how to destroy these mechs and get to this other this house in this sort of apocalyptic world. C- complaints in, you know, gaming circles, it's a bit empty, a bit lacking in soul. Would you vibe with that or do you do you not experience in that? If you played single player, I can see that because mm. um, you just move, you know, you move to this area, clear the mechs out, however you wanted to do that, you know, clear up all, pick up all the bits and pieces you can get the next mission, move on to the bit. So if you're on your own, I can imagine with two of you, it's good. You know, like last night, I managed to find a rifle. Then I found a sight, so I put it on the rifle. So then Bull Border would move in closer with his binoculars and say, right, there's one to the left of the farmhouse. I'll get him up in the sight, pop him off. Right, you, you took in. Right, I'm going to go in. I'll I'll do a decoy. I'll run past you. You hit him with the bat. Then he'd come past. Then it was me. Donk, 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 done him with a baseball Bobby bat. just yeah. sat straight up in his chair. He's getting sniper vibes. Bobby, this talk of... I just this... downloaded it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... it's Graphically, it's... Meh, it's not... You know, it's a PS4 game. It's Graphics aren't that good, but it seemed to run okay. And I'll tell you another thing as well. It's first person. I played first person game. They weren't sick. Well done. Yeah, and at the start, it is your aim and does feel a bit abrupt. You are left, right, really quick, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I'll be all right with this." But we sort of managed to tone it down a bit, and we played, and I was fine. And I actually really had good fun with that. So I'd, I'd definitely recommend that for a free game as well. Um, it was, yeah, yeah, really good fun. Um, and there was one more game I played, and I platinumed, but that will be my hidden gem this week because I loved it so much. Ooh, so I will talk okay. about that right. in a minute. Right. Well, before we get into that, before sorry, we get I went on I... a bit long there. But... No, you're okay. It was all good, chunky stuff. Bobby, you were going to regale us with the games that you picked up. Yeah. So I got Layers of Fear, the uh, remake. 
Nice. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why, but I bought it. Um, because <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Of, I didn't. The first one was good. Second one was mediocre. And I don't know. I'm a sucker, I guess. Then I got Martha is dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Franbo, which is a uh, digital monkeries highlight. He reviewed it for me for Halloween last yes. year. Mm. Yeah. I'll see you getting uh, Halloween games in right now. Yeah. It's that time. Um, actually, I'm kind of late to the to the party, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll get there. Uh, I got Dark Devotion, uh, The Last Kids on Earth, and Ghoul Patrol Zombies at My Neighbors uh, mix. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing: if you are listening, you need to find track Bobby down on social media. You still going by the name of Handsome Rob? Nope, Chronicle the Gamer. Chronicles underscore. Oh, oh, underscore A, underscore Gamer. Okay. I, I, I should know this. I've got it tattooed on my arm. I, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but obviously with the impending spooky season, you normally run through your spooky games. Can yeah, I, I've been slacking on Instagram since June, but it's time to come back. It's okay. You know, yeah. people people wait for the best stuff. Um, okay. Is that all you picked up? Is that the list complete? Yeah, that's everything on my... On my um, Wish list I had. If I'd been the shop attendant, Which I I'd wish you could. Mind. You know what I wish you could do in PlayStation? I wish you, when you find something you like that's interesting, I wish you can share it to a friend. But you can't. Mm. So I got to take a picture of it and send it to a text message. Now, I thought there was a way you could do that, but I guess I'm wrong. Because I went to the three dots, I hit it. You could follow the game, you could this, you can wish list it or add it to the cart, but you can't share it. I remember I could have sworn yeah, I, I used to do that. It, but then I only do screenshots to share it, I think. I don't, yeah. think, I could, I don't think I could find it. Like mm. I was looking for it, and I was like, mm, maybe you can't do it no more. Who knows? Interesting. Mm. I'll tell you what, too. I'm looking at the app right now, which I found interesting, that that PlayStation Stars thing, mm. Um. I just saw it. If I go there, I can buy some games. Yeah, I should think you've got stars built up. Yeah, like so. a lot of, and it's mm. not, it's not too bad actually. Kind of, um, didn't expect that. No, no yeah. if you invest in it, if you go in there and you chase the coins, like they offer like fifty coins here and fifty coins there, just by logging into a game or downloading a trial of a game or downloading this month's free games and playing one of them. Um, you can literally start really racking those points up quite quickly. It does mean yeah. sort of living in the ecosystem, but you know what system reward scheme doesn't need you to live in the ecosystem. So mm-hmm. It would be a bit hard to ride the pony on all three of these ecosystems or four if you're in PC gaming as well. But uh, you know, I think it's worth it. It's worth it's worth keeping on top of because. I've had games from the PS Stars. I've had games from the Nintendo Rewards program. So I think it's been it's been a worthy thing. And if you're not there, you're missing out. Um, it's not often that they give you something for nothing. Well, technically no. they're not, but you know, like I can get Cuphead, I can get Moss, Dredge, Stardew Valley. Mm. They offer those. That last game's uh, probably not worth. And then at. I can even buy. <laughs> $20 wallet. I normally buy the wallet and then go get what I want. Yeah. I could buy, um, apparently I could buy $60 worth of for my points. 
How much? Sixty bucks. I can I can get three twenty dollar wallets. Look at this guy. Three twenty dollar wallets. Yeah, it's five thousand points for a twenty dollar wallet. My God, I never even knew that. I never even looked at it until now. It was an accident looking for the wish list, and I clicked onto this. I, I can get like a five pound one. You can get sixty bucks. I like a few God. five pounds to be yeah. fair. Well done, Sir Bobby. Good effort. Yeah. Is that because you've been buying some digital games? Yes, yeah, sometimes I. You know what? I mean, I like to collect the games, but like if I'm not, if I don't really, um, like Diablo Four, I think is digital only. Mm-hmm. But I made a cover to put it in, in the shelf, just because you know. And I put a I put a handsome Rob digital purchase link, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, if it's not like really appealing to me, like I don't want to collect, like have it, then I'll just buy digital. I realize it'll save some space on the shelf. Mm. I'm not fully moving away from uh, physical because that's the only way. No one's gonna ever tell you you can't play it ever again. But if it's whatever, it's on sale and it's ten bucks, it's twenty bucks. I'll get it. No big deal. I guess I've been purchasing and I've got this plus the PlayStation credit card has got me some big, big, big points. Ah, okay. Double well, dipping. Let's. Wow. Uh, the... <laughs> Let me regale you with what I've been playing. So I finished Luigi's Mansion. And what? Hey. Do you know, I'm going to be a little bit pissy here, if I may. but. Game probably overstayed its welcome by about two hours. Really? Really? Yeah. Towards the end, I was kind of like, you know, when you get the polter kitty comes along and it grabs Mm -hmm. the button, then it goes down a floor and then you go down there and it goes another floor. And it's like, this is just filler at this point. This is just filler. And some of the things towards the end game, when I got up to like floor 13, I was like, look at my watch feeling a bit like, "Mm, yeah, I just want to, I just want to see this done now. And everything was variations of the same. The King Boo battle was pretty good. Mm -hmm. A lot of that was down to look, to be honest, when it goes into its three variants. Mm -hmm. A lot of that was down to look. Mm -hmm. And I think I chased through a load of lives and then got lucky just this one time, killed it first time on its second evolution, you know, Mm -hmm. where you fight it as one, then you fight it as two, and then you fight it as three. Yeah. And I think the first one, obviously, you can just take down. The second one, I got lucky. And then the third one, I was sort of stuck in this routine of always picking the wrong one. It's like, oh, God, you know, I thought it was left, and I took left, and I took middle, and then like either died or took right, and it was left again or whatever it was. I don't really know what was going on in that boss battle. But then I had one more go, nailed it first time, and I was like, yeah. okay, now I'm okay with it. When it ended, I thought the credits and the rebuilding of the hotel was, oh, spoilers, um, was, was pretty cool. And well, overall, you can also try to fix it with your score. The hotel changes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. The more you use hints and the more you buy things to find stuff, the lower your score. So if you get a high score, the whole hotel's fixed beautifully. If not, it looks like, you know, they're better. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I've put it to one side and I, you know, I plan to revisit. Because I, I, I enjoyed it, and maybe come Halloween I'll play through it again. I found it's it pretty fun with a co-op. Game. See, I'm just one player. Yeah, mm, I only but, played one player. And the ghosts don't really provide that much of a challenge. Some of the bosses are intriguing, um, and sometimes when I'm saying that, you know, I feel like it overstayed its welcome. 
It's like, oh, another red one. Flash, walk around the back, Hoover, a bit more of a struggle, blah, 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 blah. a load of blue ones turned up, flash, fight, knock them into each other. You know, by then it was starting to wear a bit thin. But, mm. you know, I'm not here to beat down on it um, too much, just that little bit. So it's a great game. Maybe could have cut itself a little bit shorter or maybe add a little bit more variation in ghosts. But, you know, by the time yeah, I popped definitely. out through the side, I felt like I'd had a good experience and um, one that still looks great. Um, mm, yeah. handheld I have to admit the downgrading handheld versus docked is significant and you can see it mm. but you know it's a gorgeous looking game either way it's just a shame it didn't quite match it in handheld because I feel like some of those levels or really, really most of them would feel incredible probably better in handheld because you're looking through into the screen mm. rather than up on the telly and a lot of them, a lot of them are framed almost in that style of the switch screen itself um from there i went tumbling headlong into a playthrough of mario galaxy now on the Me. 3d all-stars collection now that it's aged but it's still actually a fun mario experience the first few times i've played it on the wii a little bit i dabbled with it but I'm going all in on this one, and I'm on like World Four or whatever it is, and I think I've maxed the stars out on each one. So it's it's challenging, but it's not massively challenging. But uh, walking around the worlds and being upside down and the right way up, there's a couple of times where I felt a little bit sick, if I'm honest. Wow. Um, while my brain's getting used to this whole weird dynamic of walking upside down on things to come up the other side. Again, you know, fun little game. I'm just. I'm just enjoying taking a break at the moment and just playing like trivial nonsense and just enjoying it for the sake of it. Again, it's working perfectly right now to have a game. I can play on the bus. I can play on the toilet. I can play, you know, upside down on a swing if I want to. And that's uh, given me much satisfaction off the back of that. And here's the one. (laughs) Knights of the Old Republic, one. Mm-hmm. I haven't played this since the original Xbox, and man alive, it's not aged very well. If you can stick the landing, there's a good game un- under there, like a very unrefined Mass Effect, which is basically what it is with a Star Wars skin. Um, but some of the bits in that, they're so 2000. It's a tough game mm, to play now. I nearly downloaded that on also the double pack, didn't I? One and two. That's and what old idiot boy here downloaded. I, I was very close to doing it, and I just thought, after me and you, when we went to Manchester, played uh, the Jedi Academy one, and the alert was fun, was... It's better, it's better than that. It's better than that. Yeah. Only because it's basically a great big dice rolling game, and it doesn't mm. hide it. You know, your character's not even aiming at the person it's shooting at. A bit like first Mass Effect, if I'm honest, before they reskinned it in the remastered trilogy where it became a normal shooting game. Mm. And that's why that mastered, remastered edition doesn't do that first game any favours, in my humble opinion. But, um, yeah, I think that I like that style of the dice roll. Um, and... Yeah, it's okay. It's tough at times. Like, there's nowhere to really grind either to get your skills up. So, mm. yeah, it's a little bit unrewarding. But the story and everything is meeting with much satisfaction. 
Mm. Um, I've been enjoying that. And I think that might be all I've been playing, gentlemen. So, yeah, a rather boring story from me. I've not been able to get near the Xbox, the the Ponsonbury Manor. I don't know what's being played on it, but it's certainly I don't I, I'm not actually convinced it's even Starford. Probably Fortnite. James' work experience spoiled their play. <laughs> His latest addiction seems to be Rainbow Six Siege. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I've never that had a popular. Was it okay? Well, it still is here. We're mm-hmm. 20 years behind the times. That's why I'm playing Knights of the Old Republic and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> the Mario Galaxy. Um, gentlemen, if you, let's say Bobby, have you played Mario Galaxy? Yeah. Did you enjoy um, it? A long time ago. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, I, had, uh, I and I bought two. Sequel's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Again, I've dabbled sequel. with that on Wii. Yeah, there is Mario yeah. Galaxy mm-hmm. 2. I've dabbled with yeah. it on Wii. Um, yeah, every Mario game you ever has. That's all the time I could play with you. Though she likes Mario games. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And and I can I you know I understand the appeal. It's just fun nonsensical nonsense, and it with a little bit mm. of like a almost Disney esque storyline playing on in the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like a kid again in my PJs in the morning. You know, it's that kind of feeling. RGT, have you had any experience of uh, Mario Galaxy? Very little. I've got one and two, I believe, and I think I did have a brief go on it, but I can't remember. I'd have to go back and revisit it. But yeah, I wouldn't mind getting the, like I say, the 3D All-Stars for the Switch. It'd be a nice, nice version to have, I think. Before we dive into the news, I read a little article claiming that Nintendo had the Switch 2 behind closed doors, and it's it's with the NVIDIA upscaling, it's equidistant in graphical power to a PlayStation 5. In fact, Nintendo yeah. were running the Unreal yeah. Matrix tech demo on it. What do you make of that? Well, there was there was a few of the um, uh, they were behind closed doors developers, weren't they? At PAX, they were showing. I think they were showing at, at running. Um, if true, and it is as powerful as they say, I mean that would be quite an impressive bit of kit, especially if it's handheld. Mm. I mean, if if it comes out and it's more powerful than a Steam Deck, that's run on four K. I mean, that's going to be pretty impressive. Metal back plate, cooking egg on it. Yeah, I mean, I need some serious cooling in there. I mean, look at the size of a PS5 to keep that cool. But, yeah, I, if that's true, I mean, that is going to be a bit of kit, that. Mm, that is going to yeah, be a I bit mean, of if kit. this team app can do it, Nintendo can do it. Mm. Yeah, but could they do it for a price, price point that a kid could ultimately save up for, though, Bobby? No, but the parent will buy it for their kid because parents love their kids. And, kids love and, Nintendo. And a high-value gift is a great way to show you could you love it without saying it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I knew we could they could do it because for any price point they set, it's Nintendo. Yes. It's just, you're just going to buy it. That's it. I have a Switch, too. Okay, Mumsy. Get the Switch 2 duvet out, baby. I'll, I'll tell you what's better than. It's better than the PlayStation thing already. The Portal. Less yep. said soonest mended, friend, I think, on mm. that. Um, we said a few weeks ago that Sony feel like they're stepping into the 32X, 32X Mega CD add-on territory, and I'm, 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 I'm nervous to say that that might be true. That was a complete... I ponied up, got VR2. Complete, complete failure. Yeah, yeah he, portal he, failure, VR2. It's, it's a great bit of tech, but... Where's my games? I'm playing No Man's Sky on it. Same game I played a lot on my VR one. 
And it's the only game I'm playing on VR2. I'm afraid PSVR2 has got a bit of a whiff of the Vita about it. Yep. Drop it. Let's see how it goes for a few months and then leave it. I don't think it's going to come back. I think that's that's it. Yeah. Thing no, is, thing is, that might be the that might be one burn too many for me. That mm. Vita burn. Yeah. VR one. I mean, the Vita burn. was great. I don't know what happened to that. They failed that completely. The Vita should have been. I had no interest more. in the in the virtual reality, and I had no interest in the portable. So for me, I don't really care about it. But but if I think you they bought PS- it and got excited for it, then I feel bad. PSVR, PSVR 1 was way more support than PSVR 2. Correct. Yeah. A lot absolutely. more games. It was new. It sold better. They- well, VR was a hot topic at that time. Now mm. it's dead again. And, mm. you know, it has these moments. One question I've got about the earbuds I don't know if anyone's got the answer to this, but obviously they've brought Sony brought out those gaming earbuds. <laughs> but they've also got their proprietary tech, the PlayStation connect or audio whatever it's called mm-hmm. does that mean if i bought those i couldn't use them with my phone i know that i know with the portal you can only use the sony headsets with them and i can't even use the standard pulse 3d you need to pulse two of them the pulse standard pulse 3d will not work with them which is naughty but whether you can use them the other way around and use them on your phone i don't know because i don't even are they? That's their own sort of proprietary system, isn't it? It's not even, mm, blue, yeah, it's not no. even Bluetooth, is it? So those earbuds are going to be about as popular as. I would imagine you can use them with a Sony phone. I would imagine. No, because it's not got it's not got that connect feature on it. So that's also, I mean, to me that reeks mm. of like the missteps are made with the Vita and the proprietary memory cards. Yeah, memory cards. Yeah, and although it locks you into the ecosystem, fair enough. But that's a bit much. It is a bit much. Hmm. Like I have Sony headphones. I have two. I have the ear- earbuds, and I have these. They sound great. Sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To anywhere. What, what is the big deal? Mm. It's almost like free advertisement. If I got Sony PlayStation headbuds, earbuds mm. in my ear, that look yeah. cool. That look cool. See it anyway. Well, I mean, I use I use these Pulse three Ds. So I use them for the podcast. I use them for the game. And they're brilliant. A fantastic yeah. headset. Use them for bedroom yoga. And not been able to use them on a portal is you're thinking what? So now for buy a portal, I've got to buy a Pulse three D. Yeah, no, two, the second no, one. No, come on, come ridiculous. on, that's yeah, yeah, it's too much. Yeah, definitely. If, the, if they were going to launch this proprietary audio technology, they should have put in the PS five, and then they'd have had a wider range of installed users that literally had these headsets they could use with the PS five. No dongle stuck in the front of it. You get your brand new PS five. You go get your brand new Pulse headset, and you've got a USB memory stick looking thing hanging out the front of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's yeah. not cool. I I can't even use these. I can plug these in, or I have. I just have a regular Sony old school with the wire. You know, the typical wire mm. microphone. I use that when I play video games with with Marlon and Danny. Um. Because it's just easy for me to hear people, but if I want to put these on, if if Ava's sleeping, I have to plug them in with the the plug. That mm. you can't do Bluetooth. Mm. It's Sony, man. I mean, I, I my dongle I put in the USBs on the back because if you walk past your PS5, that thing sticks out an inch and a half. You're going to snap mm-hmm. that off. So I put it in the and it and doesn't it, look nice sticking out the front. It looks ridiculous. doesn't. I don't use. I did the same thing with my gold headset on my Pro, um, but I don't use a headset with a PS5, if I'm honest. I just use the surround sound. But 
Yeah, the headset. But when I had the VR plugged in and everything, it uses the back USB sockets. Mm. Um, so on the Pro, you had to have it sticking out the front. And as yeah. you say, it was like a Vietnamese tripwire. It was it was just begging to kill you, and it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to the only reason people tune in these days. RGT, and it's not the song. <laughs> that is. He's like the Low Ranger, riding on down. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. To bring hidden gems to me. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You've been practicing, haven't you? Oh, I mate, appreciate you should the time see you what in. I've been doing in my throat. I'm and gospel choir a lot. <laughs> let's let's get stuck in. Me and Bobby are fired up for a round of the guessing game. Give us a t- give us the little snippets, friend. Um, <clears throat> I actually found out about this game through you, funnily enough, George. So um, if I don't get this, this is epic fail. Yeah, because I think you might have dabbled in this game as well. So <laughs> prior to I, rehab, yeah, I think you might have had a little old dabble. Um, but I played this last week, and this really sort of stuck with me. This game, and I thought, you know what? People don't talk about this. This is cheap game, and I think this is a hidden gem. How can it be a hidden gem if I've hidden gemmed it to you? Now you're you're basically recycling my hidden gem. Let's play the guessing game. Let's play the guessing game. Let's play the guessing game. Right. This is developed by Game Gamius, I believe it's pronounced. And it is published by Whitethorn Games. And it was released, I believe it was released PC 2021 and then 2022 on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, One. And it is a graphic story adventure. Is it read only memories? It's not, is it? No. No. I would say this game is if you put, um, let's think, if you put Telltale game, um, Life is Strange and Firewatch in a little pot, this is the game that would come out of it. This is a recommendation from me. Mm, well, I say recommendation. You were intrigued by it, and I think you started playing it. I don't think you finished it. Um, but that all that sort of perked my interest. And then I saw it on the PS Plus the other week to download. And I thought, any any clues yet, Bobby, what this is? Uh, no, I have no idea. He's just sat back reclining, ready to be regaled with a tale of a hidden um, gem. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think Bobby would like this, to be honest. I don't think it's Bobby's sort of game. How dare you cast these aspersions? No, Give me nothing. another clue. I want one more clue. Um, it's set in the eighties, and you play as a woman. Is it Lake? 
Yes, it is. Yes, got, it is. I've got Lake, but lake? I fell off the train. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lake. It's uh, you play it's a parcel a- delivery game, Bobby. <laughs> Funny enough, sort of busman's holiday for me. But it's uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you you're a software developer, and you go back to your hometown around this lake where you grew up, and your mum and dad have gone on holiday for two weeks, and you cover your father's mile round. And as you go round, you do your route each day, however you want to do the route. But you bump into the local people, you get stories, you do them favour, and the story uncovers as you go. And at the end of the game, you have a life choice to make as to what you where you go in your future. Um, I love this game. I think, one, because working in that industry, that be it delivering in a little place like that would be perfect for me. That would be fantastic. You know, in a little community like that around a lake in the middle of nowhere. It's lovely. The, the word, um, if I may, if this may scary. be... No, 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 no. If no, this no. may be an interactive hidden gem, if if possible, mm-hmm. I did find the day to day delivery of the parcels a little bit obtuse. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just was like, oh god. I loved it. I loved working the route out in the morning and then going off and getting your letters and your and your post. I mean, to be fair, it's a game version of a post round. I mean, if I had a round that small every day, I'd be done in three minutes. But it's a bit, you know, you have like eight letters and four parcels. But I love the story. Um, it was a fantastic The map little... looks very Friday the 13th Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like I say, it's, it's telltale graphics. Um, it's a funny little game, but I just love the story. And I think it's uh, what where it would appeal to you, Bobby, is it's a very easy platinum. And you can platinum this in five, six hours. Um, and it's on PS Plus. Um, you're only mainly, and it's on PS4. Yes, um, and you're only mainly your main story issue for the platinum is just at the end where you decide to do. You have to get all endings, which is you just do a save before the final scene and just go run through the final scene three times. And it's done. You've got your platinum. But I just really enjoyed the story. I thought if you want something on a Sunday afternoon to sit down and play through and just relax. It's a lovely little game set in a lovely little like a town. palate cleanser. Yes, palate cleanser. I mean, and if you want a hard copy of this, you can pick this up brand new, sealed for a PS5 for 10 to 15 bucks. Oh, don't say that because I bought it for 40, I reckon. No, I, w- I wouldn't have come out of 40, surely. Well, you know, it's cheap as a PS5 game at that. Mm. But yeah, you can buy it brand new now for 10 to 15 bucks. And I think it's. Ouch. You know, there's, <laughs> And there was a there was actually a good little Easter egg in there of a I won't say what it was but it was of a uh, an English um, drama series that was on and the actor actually appears you can find him in the game. So Michael Elswick from Boone. Oh, you've ruined it now. Oh no, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, so it's it's definitely worth a play if you like Firewatch, if you like Life is Strange, if you like Telltale games, then give this a go because it is it's a great little game for the money. Yeah, I have to admit, I need to probably dig back into it. It's a good hidden gem. I can't believe it's a hidden gem. I don't know. What qualifies as a hidden gem? Who knows anymore? Mm. Um, but yeah, interesting game. I, f- I think for me, it's because it's, if you haven't got PS Plus, it's cheap for the latest gen systems. Um, it's a great little story and no one really talks about it. And I think that's worth talking about. So I think it's a great little game. From I think it might have been the developer's first game on console as I used to be doing mobile stuff. So that's a good good first entry for them. Good, good effort all round. Okay, mm. well, there we go. Lake. So it is. Mm. Okay, well, those that 
pay attention to the show, all 182 episodes of it to this point, know that when we've talked about what we've been playing and we've desecrated the Boone theme tune, if you don't know what the real Boone theme tune sounds like, you stick it into YouTube and you can hear the proper tune. It's absolutely banging. I desecrate it on a weekly basis, but it's probably one of the best <laughs> tunes to come out of an 80s British TV show. Um, it's time for the news. We scour the very darkest region of the internet to bring you the latest stories first up. I remember those. Who else grew up reading gaming magazines? While print media has receded, receded over the years, there's still a lot of passion for it amongst enthusiasts. There's been lots of high-quality independent mags cropping up, and RPM looks like another great example. Spearheaded by Sandeep Rai, and we are in, we have been in talks to get Sandeep on, and I'm looking forward to welcoming him on board. Um, in fact, before I get stuck in, to those that are wondering where Seb is, he was at PAX. He's had an absolute blockbuster time there. He was called out by fans of the show in PAX, which is a great experience. He even played Mario Wonder with the mighty Phil Spencer. I mean, Mm -hmm. where does it stop here? But he's that exhausted from his showbiz activities. He's resting up. Um, Anyway, back to the story. Uh, Sandy Rowe previously penned books about PS Vita and PS3. RPM is a magazine that looks back on PlayStation. It focuses on the platform's history, filled with retro interviews, features, and reviews spanning PS1, PS2, PS3, PSP, and PS Vita. The project sought crowdfunding on Kickstarter and successfully met its target in just eight hours. The first issue is already complete and work has begun on the second. The plan is to release three 60-page ad-free issues per year. A stretch goal which is yet to be reached will see the production of an accompanying zine focused on photo modes and digital photography. RPM is a retro magazine looking back on the fascinating history of PlayStation um, because the first issue is done. Backers will see their pledges rewarded and we're shipping physical mag estimated for late October. You also get a digital PDF version, but where's the fun in that? Anyways, it looks like a nice product for PlayStation aficionados. Where do you think, what do you think of RPM? Let us know in the Discord. We'll be interested in finding out, and we'll have a flick flick through the Discord like a magazine later on today to see what you think of it. Um, I have got um, the PS3 book winging its way to me as we mm. speak, which I'm quite excited. And I've also got digital versions of the PlayStation Vita book and Sandeep's work. I think we spoke about him briefly with Slopes when we had him on RGT. Mm. Um, Bobby, question for you. Would you be interested in getting yourself hands-on three times a year with a a magazine celebrating all things PlayStation? No. <laughs> Do you know what I love about you, Bobby, is, you, is your one word straight to the chase. No wasted air here. Uh, let me re, let me reword this. Um, <laughs> back in the day before the rise of the mighty internet, he's, he's having a swig of his drink, so he obviously mm-hmm. knows he's going to have to do a couple of paragraphs. Um, were you a magazine buyer? Were you like Nintendo Power Kid or whatever the equivalent Sega magazine was over there in the States? What was going on there? Did you read the magazines as a kid? No. Never? No, I mean, my friend Adam collected the Nintendo Power. Yes. So, like, if I was at his house, I you know, gave it a little read-through. That was cool. Um, if the game magazine had a disc in it, yes. we go to the local store and uh, distract the owner and then rip the plastic out and run, run home with the CD. Oh, no, this is not how I wanted this to go. Especially, I was a kid. It was a kid. We didn't want to do, you know? Uh, as I got older, Buy I just bought them. I had a job. Okay, yeah, fine. But I really try to only get because I I love the demos 
Mm. So I thought demos were so cool. Uh, so I bought only for the demos. But if it had like cool cover art or something I was interested in, I'd buy the magazine. But it, okay. it, would, it wouldn't be like all, all the time. Do you? It doesn't seem like you've got a lot of nostalgia for it, but so an instant no from you for this if it came and it covered off a load of games that you liked, covered off the eras that you liked, only three times a year. It's not even a monthly commitment. You you still say no. I mean, I have to look at it to be honest. I haven't, I didn't know about it until now, which is I like to get surprised by the news myself. That's what the news is for. Sonny. So I love it. <laughs> I did purchase, you know. Uh, had the NES and the NES Punk. He made the um the, the Total Nintendo whatever it's called collection. Yeah, I bought that. And then he is made that the, the one Nintendo. that um, Dagan Moriarty did the illustrations for? I think it is. Oh, I don't know, but it's it's thick. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And I bought the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo. Supposedly he's making a Sega Genesis one, which I'll definitely buy because I just think that's I love that kind of stuff. So if this is like that, then. Yeah, it's possible. This I, is I, just like gotta, I just got to look at it. Okay. To uh, be honest. RGT, I know you collect anything with the word computer game on the front of it. And mm. if I released a pair of my soiled underwear and wrote computer game on the front in Tipex, it would be in your, <laughs> would be oh, in your collection. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> That'd be framed on the wall. Um, what do you think about Sandeep's latest adventure here with the RPM magazine? Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I've got quite a big collection of magazines, as you know, and I love gaming magazines, whether they're new released ones to see, you know, what's coming out. I know Wave Game Studios can do a really good one about indie games you can get. Um, you've got the new Sega magazine that's available to buy now. You've got the Amiga magazine that's out. So I love all the new ones, but I also love going back to the old ones and flicking through and seeing what was big in the day, what the top five, top tens were, you know, best-selling games. But, yeah. For, for free, I mean, they're obviously going to be coming from him as well. They're going to be quality quality magazines. So, yeah, I'm all over this. I love the, those. The photo and the imagery and all that sort of stuff in the mag- in the books itself is mm. fantastic. If the magazine gets close to that well, three times a year, it's it's going to be uh, well worth looking at. I, as you know, I'm, uh, I mock you with you collect my pants. With I would also collect your pants, either of you, oh, really. If they I, do, I do believe you already have a pair of mine. Or did you I, know that? I know that. I, I thought I'd got away with a surreptitious borrow of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually tell the my children off if they say borrow because they have no intention of paying back. So mm. I took those pants of yours, yes. Yeah, shame. They're my favourite silk pants, those ones. Are... Mate, what are you talking about? They're a very, very crotch-stained pair of Dave Mallard unmapped crotchless speedos. Of a very rare Norfolk-based oh, video game character. Oh, I didn't realise you had those ones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had to wrestle them out of Donna's oh. fingers. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm glad I, I found out on air about that. That's I won. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of this joviality. We're a, we're a serious gaming news show of which the credentials we will back up shortly. RGT, what's next in the news hamper? Grab the car, sweets. It's time for a road trip. Forza Horizon 5 community is already doing all sorts of amazing things with the game's Event Lab creator tool. But next week, it's getting a free upgrade, the rollout of Event Lab 2.0 on the 12th of September. 
This new and improved version of the tool features improvements such as multi-select custom event flyers and creating and sharing prefabs. To top it off, the game is also adding Event Lab Island as well as new props. New features deserve an amazing new place in an and to be experimented at. Event Lab is a brand new location specifically for creating Event Lab content. It comprises of two kilometers by two kilometers flat concrete platforms surrounded by ocean. Event Lab Island is its own separate location. You'll be able to add more props to each event you create with it thanks to an increasing prop budget. As part of this, Playground Games is also adding new car parts and some new cars from brands such as Rivian, the 2022 Rivian R1S, 2022 Rivian R1T, and Chevrolet Corvette E-Ray. You can, you can get the full rundown on the Forza blog. Uh, fresh additions to the car customization, including 20 rims uh, from a new to Horizon aftermarket brand, uh, Forstenia. Forstenia, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Forsteiner. Forsteiner, as well as the new body parts from AC Schwarzner. Schnitzer. Schnitzer. So I heard that name before in the film. I'm not a wiener schnitzer. <laughs> That's not safe for a PG show. <laughs> and uh, returning Forza wide body kit for the 1995 BMW 850 CSI. The update mm. would include various fixes and technical improvements for the Xbox and PC versions of Forza Horizon 5, addressing loading issues and car glitches. Will you be checking out the Event Lab 2.0 update when it arrives in Forza Horizon 5? You're a Forza Horizon 5 player these days, RGT. This news is here dabble. for you. Have you inhaled any of the event lab? No, I've never, I've never tried it. Um, but it sounds very interesting, and that's I do like that with certain Xbox games. They do open them up to quite a lot of this um, sort of modern scene and different bits and pieces you can do. Um, I, you know, I think they're even bringing it to other games with open it up to you know mods and bits and pieces. I think Starfield is going to be available to be modded as well. So yeah, I think that's a it's a great thing, but also keeps your community involved. I think it's a great thing to keep the longevity of the game because it gives you something different to keep playing. So um yeah, I, I think I'll definitely take a look at that. Bobby, let me phrase this in a way that may get a response from you. Uh <laughs> how few ever uh Took to creating things in game, maybe Fallout for the base creation, or maybe Skyrim when you could get a house. Have you ever dabbled in anything like this, or are you just like, no, nah, man, I just want to play the game, one player, be done with? Yes. It. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, no, in uh, Fallout Four, once I beat the game already, so it was already. Nothing left to do besides the same recurring missions in Skyrim. Yeah. They kept kidnapping my kid, and I just got tired of it. Okay. But during that time when he was kidnapped, I actually built a house. Mm. And all in my own mind, in my own story within the game, all my armor that I wore, I displayed in the second floor. Oh, and wow. I had like a fireplace and a couch. And then once all that was done, I went to the first floor, man, like a kitchen, because I had my wife. I forgot, I forgot her name. I have to log back in to find she, out. But um, she was a warrior. She was a warrior. She retired. She took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> and I let her just, you know, watch the house. What I was getting mad at is that the kid kept getting kidnapped. 
Like, you are a warrior wife. You couldn't help. And then I have to go to the cave, you know, and get my kid back. But during that time, I, I built the house. And Fallout 4, I made a... Why is it Fallout 4? I meant Skyrim. No. I don't know if I said the Skyrim. There was Skyrim. And Fallout 4, I made a really cool metal house with, like, everything that I found from my travels. Like mm. bookshelves and tables and random ornaments on the wall. I think I got a video somewhere of it. Pretty cool. I liked it. I, mean, so, I don't mind doing it. It, it. I have fun with it sometimes, yeah. Can you see it adding legs to a game? Oh, I love mods. I think mods are amazing. I think on the PC Witcher, they had like the Batman mod. You're Batman now. They oh. had a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of stuff like that. I think mods are great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on the PC version of Skyrim, my friend was home. He was like King Leonidas. Really? Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm telling you, yeah, they have great mods, man. Mods are amazing. Okay. Well, you know, PlayStation players don't often get the mods, even in we Farming don't. Simulator. They're, they're, they're cut down and, and, and weak. If yeah, I'm no, we don't get mods because, you know, I don't know why. Someone might creep in the back of PlayStation's ecosystem and steal your credit card details, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. They like mm-hmm. to be safe. They don't want to have to bow again for a week solid like they, they did before. I joke about that, but it's actually quite serious for the, the Japanese people involved. Um, Bobby, this last bit of news has been selected for you personally. Yeah. One last inevitable journey. Batman Arkham Knight might not be the only major Batman series making its way to the Switch in the near future. A rating by the ERSB in North America for the action role-playing game spinoff, Gotham Knights, now also mentions the Nintendo Switch as a platform. The rating is T for teen, with the game containing blood, language, and use of alcohol and tobacco and violence. Here's the full summary. A rating for the Gotham Knights on Nintendo Switch has also popped up in Singapore, as highlighted on social media. If we hear any further updates about this one, we'll let you know. Uh, The Batman Arkham Trilogy is made up of Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. It will arrive on the Nintendo Switch next month on October 13th. So what gets me mad is why can't we put all four games together? Mm. I know it's a different publisher or developer. Well, I've got really? I've got a couple of questions here. Mm-hmm. I've I've played all three Batman games and thoroughly enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. I actually think they might be great games to take on the go, which is why I've pre-ordered. Here we go. <laughs> switch talk, switch talk. Or pull yourself a glass of milk, pull yourself up a chair, and let me regale to you stories of the Switch. Joking aside, it that does seem like a great game to have on the go. I, and mainly as well from a, a scientific point of view, I want to see how Arkham Knight is going. Like Arkham Asylum, no problems. Arkham City, no problems. PS3 360 games, they're going to run. Pretty easy on Switch. Arkham Knight mm. still looks fabulous to yeah, this day. Yeah, it looks stunning, doesn't it? And, and, and I know Bobby's Arkham put a Knight lot of hours. looks better than Gotham Knights. Arkham Knight looks better than Gotham Knights. Can you imagine Arkham Knight running on the Switch? I can't. No. I'm all in. I want to see this, which is why I've pre-ordered it. <laughs> now, I was, <laughs> I was shocked to see Gotham Knights also getting a release. Now, Bobby, if I remember back, you, you jumped on the hype fan train bandwagon for this. I don't know what I'm saying. I said band mm-hmm. train. No one really mm-hmm. knows what they are. Um, you got on the bandwagon. 
you're a big fan of the Arkham universe that was created on consoles um, for those three games and some of the spin-off media, the PSVR game, etc., etc. I don't remember Gotham Knights running that well on PS5. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. No, I mean, because I think me and my brother were playing it, just having a good time together. I kind of overlooked a lot of the annoying things the game offered uh and then the story was all over the place the combat was okay uh i think some of the fast the the, the traveling was a bit weird for certain characters but um yeah it wasn't it, it wasn't all that it was you know i made like a six out of ten wow if i had to it was fun it was it was but i guess if you're playing alone and not having to you know talking to your, your friend or whatever i could see you're getting maybe more annoyed with it. The, the thing you could is, tell something was there. Is the only time that they could extract revenue from Gotham Knights by climbing on the back of Batman Arkham Trilogy and creeping through the door and then maybe putting it on the eShop store and hoping people maybe take a punt on it to try and complete the collection digitally or some other nonsense like that? Is is that what you is that yeah. is that what's going on here? Yep. RGT, you've got your finger in every game in Pyre from the Evercade to the Switch. You know, Epstein's got nothing on you, pal. What um, what do you think about this? Have you played Gotham Knights? Wow, that's an introduction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I haven't. Um, I was always tempted, but I... It, was getting quite slated back in the day and I didn't I never really dabbled with it. Um I'm more interested I think in the Arkham trilogy, I think on Switch. I can really see myself actually getting that. The, the only annoying thing for me is obviously it doesn't include Origins, which for me is possibly mm. the best one. Uh, mm. well that I know that's flagrant to say such a thing. And I don't I know, know why people don't like the game. I love it. I think we it's... should do a poll. Mm, I like the game. I really like. I've the put game. my back out. There ain't no way I'm doing a poll. I thought it was great. Mm. I thought it was great. I thought it was nice. I thought it was compact. I thought that the setting and the the season especially lent to it. And I played mm. that a couple of Christmases ago and had a thoroughly good time doing so. Yeah, I played it, it on your recommendation, and I thought it was brilliant. James really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If I remember back. I don't remember Arkham Knight. Did Arkham Knight come to the Wii U? Uh, it was, um, wasn't it? Which one have I played on the Wii U? I think it was, was it Origins I played on the Wii U? Might have been Origins, yeah. Yes, it was. That was the Origins I played on Wii U. Didn't, it, didn't City come on Wii U with some kind of special? Yeah, I bet it did. But we Armored didn't, didn't get... Edition or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but they didn't It was quite obviously... good because you had your map on your tablet. On your Wii U controller, so you could see all the enemies and bits. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, really good. Yeah, good version as well. I enjoyed playing it on there. But Arkham Knight on Switch, can't wait. Mm. Can't wait. Mm. And can't like you say, wait. they are brilliant games to actually have on the go. You are right with that. You, you're you're going to decompress it, maybe? I mean, Batman Arkham Knight, I don't know enough about the technical side of it, but I think that made a PS4 sweat out the gates. Listen, if you put a P, if you put Arkham Knight on a, your PS5 with your new TV, it still looks amazing. Yeah, and well, and I this can't is imagine my, this being converted to a Switch. Well, it's happened. It's happening. So get yourself a front row seat for this bad boy. Um, Arkham Asylum is going to be shipped on the disc on the card, and Arkham City and Batman Arkham Knight will be downloads like they do with quite a lot of games, SEO mm. and all those other trilogies that they've done. Yeah. Um. So, mm, interesting. Let's see. I mean. Again, it, it again it's no comparison, but Bioshock is obviously on Switch, and that kind of is okay. I found out yesterday while flicking through the eShop, Bobby, Mortal Shell is on Switch. Really? <laughs> hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised when they don't do these trilogies. I know it's probably cost more to produce, but they didn't make it, you know, just the one Switch case, but with the three cartridges in. Rather than the one and the download, you know I reckon I mean? that I reckon that'd be hundred bucks, though. Yeah, but, and I think a lot of the time they don't want to pay the licensing fee to Nintendo to actually buy the cards because obviously the cards are proprietary, so you have to buy them from Nintendo uh, on mass okay. to ship it, and yeah. that's why a lot of the Switch cards as well. There's only a very small amount of data on there, and the rest is topped up by an internet connection. Mm. So you can buy the smaller cards from Nintendo for a lesser price and then put your big mega bit game on there and make the rest of it a download. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Either Nintendo need to sort that out and be able to offer three cards or they need to offer the high-capacity card for lesser money to developers and publishers. I don't know what the correct answer is. So, I mean, I, you might be able to answer this then. So say you bought the trilogy, the Batman, or you have bought the trilogy. Yeah. You, put, you play it for a year, then you sell that game. Can the people still download the other two off that, or is that? Yeah, thing? well, no, I don't think so because I recently purchased a second-hand copy of Final Fantasy X, and that mm-hmm. also is the remastered edition I've bought a million times for PS4, PS3, PS Vita. The list goes on. I'm a mug. Bought it again for Switch. Saw it cheap. Thought, yeah, I'll get this used as well, so I'll feel okay about it. X2 is a download. I can't find X2 to buy separately in the eShop. Even the Vita let you buy that bit separate in the eShop uh, mm. or the v- PSN store. I've bought X. I can only play X. I'm really only that bothered about playing X. X2 is a nice aside, but it's not essential. Um, but equally so... It's a sticking point, though, isn't it, for the resale of games? The code is gone. I can't find any other way of downloading that part of the thing i bought even if i want to buy it again mm. technically the options are removed unless i buy the full package digitally which kind of defeats the purpose so i'm glad yeah. to have final fantasy x would be a great game to take on the go <laughs> uh, and that's why i got it but x2 yeah don't get me wrong it's x factor with the stuff with the girl stars of the original game in a very strange environment, but yeah, it, it just more to the point, just stick it on the card, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, let's face it from a publisher point of view, from a developer point of view, you don't want as much as we want to buy a second hand game. They don't want you to buy a second hand game because 
that's a purchase that they've missed out on the revenue from. Mm. CEX, Game, GameStop, Electronics Boutique, call them what you like, they make more money than the developers do of these games down the line. Mm. Um, and those places wouldn't exist without those developers. So I don't know. It's, it's a tough one to manage. We live in a strange time. Um, stood like the Colossus, other side of a, a gaming precipice, a chain <laughs> in the wind, so to speak. And I'm sort of dangling in his crotch area, not sure which side of the fence I sit on. Um, community corrections, RGT, pull yourself together, man. Was there anything in the Discord? Did you or I or Bobby say anything? Did Andreas from Bitwave say, I mean, apologies, he said the S word a lot of times. Hmm. Yeah. That, that might have been my fault. Why? I think I forgot to tell him there was no swears. So that might have been... Uh... As much as I could have also told him it was no swears, you're right, it's your fault. Yeah, so <laughs> consider that a stage one warning. So I'm on, I'm on, my, I'm on my final warning there. Um, I don't think, as far as I know, there wasn't any community correction, so I'm just going to say, no, there wasn't, so we win. Okay. Why don't, why, why don't we get Bobby this week to say flawless victory? Mm-hmm. Flawless victory. Mm. Mm. The base. Um, the base. Well, I have got the winner of the August comment of the month, so I can do. Crikey, that we're chucking these out, aren't we? Yeah, I got a bit behind on them. So, Game and Graham's uh, present for the July one is winging its way to him, and um, we've got the winner for the August one. Okay, one. who was so, it? Um, Boba has picked Digital Muggery for this month. What was his comment? Um, it was all to do with when we were at Timeless and I was putting up loads of pictures of you with your Switch friend. Um, so and all your Switch bits and pieces and um, Digital Mungry you'd put on there has today been rebranded George's Marvellous Switch Adventure. So that is the winning comment for August. <laughs> Brilliantly put. I'm Digital getting Mungry. a lot of shtick for this. <clears throat> so, yeah, so I will... Uh, sending him off a prize adam the artist did not know the tidal wave like repercussions me buying that switch would have on the show (laughs) um anyway did we miss anything on this episode did we miss anything or did you or do you have an opinion or take on the news that we missed if so bobby how would the collected masses get in contact with us let us know that the talk about the dave mallard underpants was a little bit much and george you need to broaden your horizons well, Bobby wears pants too. I do. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Occasionally. I do. They could reach us at uh, questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. They could DM us through Instagram or Twitter. And then, you know, or they can, you know, do something else that we're going to say on air anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's forsaken. Yeah. Now I've realised that by doing that, they don't actually know what it is we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Just a place where all the cool things hang out. If you want to be on the on the cutting edge, it's a place of cool. If you want to get sub zero, if you want to get absolute zero of cool, the very fact like, I'm talking it's kind of like about Neverland. It, it is. If you want to know what it takes to be the coolest gamer on the scene, go listen to some other episodes. Find out is what we're talking about. Maybe visit us on Instagram. Click the little link tree and have a look at some of the links in there you might be rewarded for it but only if you're cool enough Uh, and if you're not cool you're probably already with us uh oh what have i done i've just insulted the fan base i didn't mean it that way i didn't mean it that way 
Oops. Awkward silence. What do I need to do to atone for my sins? Let me know in the Discord. If if I need to go out the back of Pomsterbury Manor, cut myself down a switch, and I'm not talking. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm talking the sort of thing your dad would take to your backside if you've been a bad man. If I need to cut myself down a switch for the American listeners and attach it to, do you have nettles in America, Bobby? What is a nettle? A nettle is. <laughs> <laughs> You're going down a rabbit hole here. What is a nettle? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back and relax. Where you go, George? Yeah, a nettle away. is a plant that is got like these little hairs on it that carry like a little bit of venom in it. And if you get stung with a nettle, if you touch a nettle, you get these like bubonic like plague rash of raised welts on your hand. When you're a kid, it was like getting third degree burns. When you're an adult, it's an irritation. I mean I'm sure we do somewhere in America. I've I've never seen one. I had Googled it. They look familiar. <laughs> okay, being like a say. city boy, you know, in mm-hmm. the UK, if a bit of ground's left untested for a while, it'd be full of nettles. Wow. Uh, and the smaller a nettle, the more vicious it is. This might be one for the Discord, but a big nettle, you walk past it, you barely, was that a sting? I'm not really sure. But a small nettle, ooh. Yeah, belter. I don't know if it's a concentration of the poison within it or what, but ouch. Um, so if I need to flog myself with nettles to atone, let me know, listeners, and I shall upload it to YouTube. Yep. Uh, and atone for my sins. Now, us being the serious gaming news show that we are, it wouldn't be right and proper to let a game we've been talking about as being important to the survival survival is a strong word but certainly to the reignition of the xbox exclusive story obviously starfield's dropped and for all intents and purposes it's getting great reviews lots of tens kicking around i think the metacritic weighs it in at about 8.5 or 85 percent depending on how you want to measure your score of games and despite some review bombing holding at a strong late 60s knocking on the door of 70 in the metacritic user score as well one would argue if you can survive a review bombing to that degree and still come away with that sort of a score you're doing well for yourself for all intents and purposes we talked about starfield needing to be good to reignite the xbox exclusive story and for all intents and purposes it has and obviously we've got the sunny rgt there he sold his switch he sold his playstation 5 he's bought himself an xbox series x and he has been playing starfield early impressions obviously and no spoilers because we don't want to ruin your game at home but rgt if i may Let's, through the medium of you, explore Starfield. Now, obviously, you're a relatively new arrival to the Xbox scene. Mm-hmm. You're a paid-up member of Games Pass. Yep. Obviously, one of the poster boys of the Xbox brand. And we've also got Bobby here with us because he's a Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda. We're not going down this road again, boys. Tomato, tomato. Anyway, I don't even know anymore. Bethesda. I'm going to call them that because I think that's what the fans like. Um, Bethesda. Bethesda. I don't even know. I can't even say it. (laughs) (laughs) 
And that's it. So we have time for this week. Listen, obviously, Bobby, you've been a big fan of those games, Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout 3, New Vegas, Fallout 4. You've dabbled in them all. You've waved your inclination of interest in the general direction of that stable of games. Obviously, Starfield 1, you can't get your hands on. So me and you are going to interrogate RGT on all things. Now, RGT... Don't sit on the fence here, okay? Mm-hmm. You've got your brand new Xbox there, purring away. You've got your fresh subscription to Games Pass actually yep. paying you back. Obviously, as I say at the start of the show, the talk we've all had going into this is this needs to be a banger. Mm. Can Xbox fans rest easy? Is this a banger? Um, I think for Xbox fans, if you're, you know, if that's your only system, with recent history, then this is a welcome addition because after Redfall and anything else, they've needed a game to play. Um, it's decent so far. Um, it's not what I expected. Mm. It's not what I expected at all. Just so um, we can, just so we can manage expectations. What were you expecting? Um. I presume in my mind, I thought it would be more space exploration where you were free at your ship to travel the universe, find these planets, which to some extent you do, but it is, you know, you you get to, I'm still in the solar system in a minute, you find a planet, you need to go to that planet, you click on that planet, load screen. You then your ship is then you're looking at the front of your ship at this planet. Where do you need to land? Well, you've probably got one or two places to land. That's all that will give you. You can't land where you want on this planet. So then you click on a load screen, then you land on the planet, and then you're in that. When we say load map. screen, is it like a cutscene hidden loading screen, or is it like boof flash to text black screen load screen? That um, when you're landing your ship on a planet, you'll have a small black window with a bit of a load screen and then that will show your ship landing when you're going from planet to planet it just comes up with a loading screen um, so just for a little bit of context mm-hmm. have either of you played out of worlds no bobby no. have you okay no that's that's made by the guys who did fallout new vegas obsidian uh oh um, yes i played that yeah okay okay so that is <coughs> you know Pretty much like a light Starfield, then I'd imagine RGT is that a, a generous claim, or is Starfield given us more? Yeah, I imagine the, it's given us a lot more than that, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying I mean, to. If these, if if someone's listening in, dad, a dad somewhere, he's gone. I've heard this is a PG show. He's driving down the M1, or he's driving down Route 66 in America, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I wonder if this is a piece of me." I'm trying to give them the the route map through some games they mm. might have known or played. Yeah, um, it's. For me, that that style of the load screen and being it's quite restrictive for when you travel, it does break the immersion for me. I thought that'd be a bit more open. Um, but on a plus point for a Bethesda game, it's the most approachable one I've played. I've always found Bethesda games quite obtuse when you start them. Mm. There's no point you're in the right direction. You, you have to learn from your mistakes. This is a bit more intriguing. 
I know a few people have complained about the story. I think it's quite a good little story. Um, and it's quite easily plotted out. It tells you where to go. It shows you in the map which place you've got to go to, who you've got to speak to. I found that quite nice. Um, graphically, apart from character models, but it's Bethesda, they never made amazing character models anyway. The actual graphics themselves looks good. Um, to be honest, I've, I was quite critical of it being locked at 30 FPS. Um, I haven't really noticed. It's quite for 30 FPS. It's quite smooth. It's not glitchy. Runs quite well. Um, and I, you know, like I say, I'm, a, I'm not that far into it. Probably only four hours. Um, like I say, the story is quite good. I quite enjoy it, and I quite like the traveling about. It's just the load screens are very, you know, they break the immersion of the game for me. Because you, you know, like the other day, I think I had to travel to speak to someone on this planet. So then I got in the ship to take off, small little scene, and then load screen. Then you get to the space bit. There was a space pirate come after me, done a bit of shooting, took him down. That was quite good fun. Quite easy. It's quite nice, but you feel quite restricted in the space you can fly in around that area. You can't just fly where you want. You feel quite restricted. And then you find the part, part where you've got to need to spin the planet around on your star map, click where you've got to land, load screen, then you land, then you come out of <laughs> your ship, little mini load screen. And I just it breaks the immersion up for me. I thought it could have been, especially with how powerful the Series X is, it could be a bit more streamlined. Mm. Where you, you fly through the clouds, you land that ship, you know. I can understand from jumping to planet to planet, it's it's a you know, it's a big area they're covering. You're not going to be able to do that. But when you're in the actual orbit of that planet, it would have been nice if you could land it down on that planet, you know, rather than load screen, get out, load screen, out your ship, load, you know. But um, it hasn't broke the game for me. I still want to play. I'm quite intrigued with the, the small part of the story I know so far. The character design's quite good. I mean, I'm not an expert on first-person shooters by any means. You know, I struggle with them. I'm could you switch to third person? Yes, you can. You can switch free, which is really good. You've got your, I don't know which button it is, it's the little left button near your left analog stick. You can press that. You can go over the shoulder. You complete third person, or you can do first person. So you've got three views instantaneously. You can play the game if you prefer shooting in first person. You can explore the planet if you've got to have a, take some shots. Click your button, you're straight into first person, have your shoot out, click back out. So you can have that sort of res four over the shoulder or you can have complete third person. So that's a nice touch. And you could do that with your ship as well. You could be outside your ship as a third person or you can be first person in the in the, in the cockpit. Um, but I've quite enjoyed that. The environment's quite good. That's typical of them. You can pick any near enough anything up. You can pick up mugs. You can collect anything you want, um, you know, from flower pots or anything. Why you would, I don't know. But you can collect as much as you want. Um, but in the... Inside your spaceship looks really good. You know, that's got that real sci-fi spaceship feel about it, but it feels, it doesn't feel too far-fetched. It feels like it has been built by humans, your spaceship, if that makes sense. That's not mm. too too far out there. Um, and the environments, the space stations, some of them look fantastic, really good, like proper settlements, and you can find hidden things. But I say the only downside for me is those load screens. It is very immersion breaking, and if you have a, if sometimes they can be quite heavy. If if you're on a planet looking for a couple of hours, you're fine. But if you're following the story, and you end up within the first hour having you know load screen after load screen, I can understand why some people have found that a bit too much. 
Mm. Okay, Bobby, I think when this game was first announced as an exclusive for the Xbox, I asked you if you had any interest in this game, and you famously just replied with only a classic one-word answer, no. Um, having seen the reviews and RGT spoken about it, and obviously you've played Outer Worlds, which is not directly a Bethesda game, but it is a, an ode to that, and all the other games we've talked about. Does this intrigue you? Obviously, you've had fun in the other ecosystems. Does this does this does this generate any eyebrow raise from you at all? I mean, I've always liked these type of games, so it, it interests me. Yeah. Hmm. I think if you if you're a big fan of Fallout Four, I think you would really enjoy this game. I think it's it is Fallout Four in space, but more refined. You know, the graphics are really good. That looks nice. But I say the only thing with a space game, it has to be, and we all know how the launch of No Man's Sky was and how bad that launched. But now, it, you know, a lot of people use that as the guide to go by for space games. They, they've made yeah. it really immersive. You can. And it hasn't got that immersion. Don't go in expecting that you can just fly around space and find places. You will jump to places through the medium of cut screens. So it is a bit, you know, it's it's it, there is that side to it. But as actually as a game, like I say, like Fallout Four in space, then it, yeah, it is, if you liked Fallout Four, you would really enjoy this. I think. Okay, questions then, if I may. Mm-hmm. When you're landing the ship in one of these sort of interactive cutscenes, mm-hmm. and you're in the cockpit view, is that possible? Um, or what? do they all just take place from outside? You see it landing, puff of smoke, and it's on you the runway. You just press land the ship, and then it shows you from outside your ship landing. Ah, right. Okay, you can't do that inside. Not as far as I know so far. I haven't found out. I'm not saying you can't, but I haven't. Been able to do that so far because that's so it's like Jedi Survivor flying. Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't. Is it though? Because for, in Jedi Survivor, I think we're getting a little bit lost in the weeds here about these cutscenes. But you know, Jedi Survivor, you get on board, it's seamless. You say take off, you see some clouds past the screen, then it goes a little bit dark, and then it's stars, and then you go to hyperspace. You can still walk around the ship while it's hyperspacing. Is that something that can happen in Starfield? No. No, right. you you take off. Um, you'll press to take off, and then it will show you a little scene of you taken off. Then a slowed screen, and then you're in your ship around the orbit. Do time. you think the immersion would have been less broken for you if it had been, as Bobby says, Jedi Survivor style? Yeah, definitely. I think because for me, I love space games, and I think the key part of space games is flying onto a planet and landing. And flying in that universe, I know you've got to have a certain amount of cutscenes because of the size of it, the scope of it. You can't, you know, but it's, you feel, well, I feel personally, when you're in this little solar system around this planet, you can have a dogfight, but you feel very hemmed in. You have this dogfight in this area, and that is it. Mm. That you okay. don't feel free, you feel restricted in this little space, and then you think, right, I've done the dogfight, I'll go and land on the planet. So you find the place where they want you to land, which is normally one or two places, and you'll click on that to land there, and then cutscene, and then you just see your, your ship land, and then you exit the ship, so you press exit the ship. Okay. Mini cutscene, and you're out. So it does break, if that was a bit more fluid, then I could see this being 
yeah, I could see this being the- so those nuances to one side. We can argue mm. about those till the cow comes home, but the yeah. actual bulk story of the game you've got your ship, you're able to fly around. Has it grabbed you? Um, I think it has, yeah. Um, it's it's got me, it's it's not got me so I just cannot wait to play this game, but it's got me why I want to go more because it's 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 a basic story, but it's quite intriguing, and I like games that not hold your hand but in a way so you you feel you have to look for the planet you've got to go for in your star map but it will highlight once you find it where you've got to go and i quite like that you think oh you've got to speak to this person on this planet oh find a planet set you know set your star map to go there off you go and you go and find this person i quite like that it's quite simple but it's laid out nice and i do quite like the story you know it's quite good um how's the combat like i say i'm not an expert on first person shooters um, but I found the combat good. Um, no issues at all. Uh, Does it have a VAT system like Fallout? Um, you'll have to remind me what that is. Kind of, it like pauses the action and attributes like to Fallouts. You highlight a body area with the percentage of a hit that you're going to have on it. Um, I haven't noticed that. I'm not saying it hasn't got it. I haven't. I have just done straight off first person shooting. Um, and I do like the your your menu when you pause, it's really easy to use. So you've got on the top left, you've got your star map, you've got your inventory, you've got your gear, and you just link up which one you want. You can just go through your weapon, see what you've got. You can see your star map, where you are, where you've got to go. That's all on that one screen. Mm. It's not too many sub-menus, so it's really user-friendly on that front, um, which for me is brilliant. I cannot stand sub-menu after sub-menu, keep clicking through. I find that absolutely monotonous. So they've... They've really nailed that. I quite like that. And I, I like that that style of, oh, hang on, if I've got to go here, where is that? You can just pause, ping, have a look at your star map. Ah, oh, that's where I've got to go. Or you want to change your gun, ping, change your gun, done. You know, so I've, I've enjoyed that. Um, I have to admit, I don't want to use the medium of a four-year-old game to discuss the medium of this brand new belter on Xbox, but Outer Worlds, I found I had the same issues you're having. Having been a No Man's Sky veteran, I was there day one, uh, yeah. week one, um, and enjoyed that game through even when it first launched, but then through all of its different incarnations to this point. Mm. Um, when I played Outer Worlds, I did struggle a little bit because I do enjoy Bethesda-style RPG, and they certainly hit that on the mm. nose with that game. There was the story, there's the complicated interpersonal um, relations that you sort of built up as you went with the team and people that you know. There was always an interesting story <coughs> in terms of side stories and things like that within the game, side missions, call them what you will these days. Mm. Um, I've always enjoyed that. Outer Worlds, I probably much like you wanted more from it, not just take off menu, load screen, arrive at New Planet Land, get out, basically do a mini Bacida map, get back on the ship and fly to the next one. That mm. sounds a bit disingenuous, but that's the kind of experience I had with that. I enjoyed it, and I am enjoying it, playing it again, because I, I believe that's a great game to have on the go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Funny. Funny that, isn't it? That's I the T-shirt I need for Timeless, uh, no, for Format. Great I game. I think with, with this go. game, do you can't if you're a fan of No Man's Sky... And you're thinking this is Xbox's No Man's Sky. But with a good be, story, because that's obviously what's missing yeah, in No Man's you're, Sky. You're going to be disappointed. You've got to think of this as Fallout 4 in the galaxy. 
you can't mm. think of this as a, if you think this is a no man's sky game i hate to say it you're going to be disappointed because it's not that it's an rpg set in a space environment what about the planets that you land on though obviously fallout 4 skyrim they had mega maps yeah um in terms of sort of square kilometer even oblivion um had what i would mm. call a mega map mm. um that you can get lost on these individual planets, what sort of scale are we talking? Are we talking fallout for each planet, or are we talking a quarter of fallout for each planet? And what happens when you reach a map edge? Um, like I say, I've, I've only so far explored pretty much where the story has taken me, which each planet has been very different. Um, looks really good. The sound is very good. I've been on this sort of planet where it was more of a hot sort of lava planet. Um and that was really good. It sounded good from explosions of gas and stuff. So I really enjoyed that. As far as playing on the headset or playing on, I've tried both, um, and they both sound good. It's good yeah. sound in this game. Um, but as far as I haven't explored for how far you can travel on each planet, and I know I think the Fed have said that I think only ten percent of planets have anything of interest on. I think that's correct. I think most of them are sort of empty, sort of barren places you can sort of walk around. So, but it does seem to me that where you where you go to land, you'll have your, your landing area and you have a, another area nearby, I think. You are quite restricted within that area to how much of the planet you can go on. I don't think you, you, you cannot walk all the way around that planet. You're just in that mini-map on that planet. Because as far as I'm aware, obviously, this has gone down well on Xbox. Yes. This is the game that Xbox gamers deserve. Yeah, I, I, for me, I think the last 18 months has been tough if you're an Xbox only user. It's been tough. You've had Redfall, you've had games which have just not come out to expectations. They've been very thin on the ground. Um, is this a 10 out of 10 game? In my eyes, no, it's not a 10 out of 10 game. But if you've got if you've got Games Pass and you've got a Series X or a Series S, this is a no brainer. The game is there. That's a really good game. It's there for you to play now. You, you're gonna you're gonna play it. There hasn't been a lot, and this is something which I think yes, if you're an Xbox user, this is a game you needed. Well, we know concurrent users is high. We know even people who yeah. are probably playing through a legacy Xbox system or their phone or whatever other device they're using to cloud game this game. Yeah. There's, there's there's waiting times for it to get onto it. You know, mm. that to me represents a significant sea change in the Xbox exclusive landscape, one that we've never seen before. I don't remember there being tales of people queuing to play Halo Infinite, whether it was on the cloud or not. No, and I think wrong for me to say, but I, you know, we've talked about the narrative: Xbox need a good game. Xbox need a good yeah. game. Does this tick that box? I think so because. Um there hasn't really been anything else and it isn't anything else. So people are going to jump on this. If a game's over 60, 70%, people are going to jump all over it because it's, it's new, it's there and it's decent to play. So you are going to get swarms of people on this game. Um, like I say, is it a 10 out of 10 game? No, it's not. Not in my eyes. It's not a 10 out of 10 game, but it's a very good game. Mm. If you, and if you're, like I said, like I just said a minute ago, if you're an Xbox user, even if you've, got a ps5 and an xbox but you want a reason to play your xbox you've got one it's a no-brainer mm. give it a go it's on games pass player i'm enjoying it i want to get further in it this week i'll definitely put more hours in this game um 
And I think it's just really good for Xbox Game Pass subscribers to have a big world to explore and a big game to play. They've been waiting a long time, and it's nice to finally get that game. Something for them to get lost in. Yes, definitely. Something to build up lore, water cooler moments. I mean, that's what spreads games. Mm. Can you see you at work around the UCP water cooler talking to James, the work experience, the boy about this or James, the work experience, the boy. I don't know what happened there to (laughs) the mouth, but you know, I didn't want to let it go. I think so because it is, because it isn't a no man's sky. It is a space RPG, which there's not normally many of. So it is something to talk about. It is something a little bit different. So let's look at it this way. It's not no man's sky. It's not elite dangerous. No, no, no. But it is the strange love child of Bethesda's dirty cousin Obsidian and Fallout 4, Outer Worlds. They had a baby. A little bit of dogfighting in it, though. I mean, you talk about the dogfighting feeling hemmed in. Put that to one side. Hmm. Was it rewarding to fly and play and, and, and shoot yeah. and, and weave? Controlling the ship is, is, is a bit different to what of you have to... You literally have these little bars in the bottom left of the screen for your engine and weapons, and you have to and your grav, gravity drive, and you have to take some bars off to put them into another one to get that up to use it. If you know what I mean, it's a bit weird. But the actual flying of the ship itself, controls are brilliant. Really easy to use the guns to shoot at. Really easy to throttle up and throttle down. Really easy to use the missiles. Very rewarding when you take someone out. Really enjoyed that. So. I mean, I'm looking forward to getting to the stage where I can get a ship and um, customise that ship to how I want it, add bits on, get some money. That's really intriguing to me. I'm looking forward to that. So although it is in certain areas, mini-maps and hemmed in in space, still good fun. Okay. Still a good experience. Bobby, any questions for RGT on – and if you say no, I will – I will literally crawl to New York on my eyelids and 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 <laughs> any any questions? <laughs> Look at him desperately now. I'll go on by asking him something. Any questions for RGT on his current Basida experience? Um, you have already asked the questions I wanted to ask. Okay, perfect. My eyelids are safe. <laughs> I'd have a I'd have a brow like Arnold Schwarzenegger's bicep. I'd imagine if I actually crawled to New York, uh, swam with my eyelids, a whole bag of tricks. Okay, well, that for me is the conclusive evidence we needed that Xbox put the bar high and they cleared it and they stuck the landing as well. And I, I'm excited to see how this develops over time because obviously there's a lot of secrets in Bethesda games that eke out over time like this dungeon, that dungeon, this side mm. story that, yeah. oh, well, I glossed over that. We well, shouldn't have glossed over that because it opens up this, 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 this massive implication. You can work for these people. You can do this. That's an implication on the end game, this, that, and the other. So as this game gets played out and I've avoided walkthroughs, and to be honest, I've avoided quite a few reviews. Like I've seen some scores mm. banded across my eyes, but, you know, mainly I'm I'm waiting on listener feedback. I know a few people in the Discord are enjoying it. I saw Adam the Artist was playing it. I see yeah. Rose Space Monks probably equidistance in in experience of it as you are. So yeah, I, I mean I think for me, I think final thoughts on it. I think for, for Game Pass subscribers, this is a game they needed and probably deserved for mm. how loyal they've been paying onto Games Pass and the games haven't been coming 
But now they've got that day and date, big game, that's good. And I think for Xbox, it's good because I think Phil Spencer and probably the Xbox team after the first week or so that it's being released have probably gone, oh, I've got yeah. something out there and something that people enjoy. So I think it's a win-win. That's excellent news. And as you say, I think, I don't say it's about time because I've had some games but that have obviously met with different responses. So some of the games that I thought would be big hits like Grounded kind of uh, have been lost a little bit. And that was Obsidian slogging the guts out, making an open world crafting game. Uh, you you would have thought that would have been well received, but although it was well received, it, it, it didn't stick the landing. Uh, and mm. again, Redfall, I don't know really what makes a good or a bad game anymore, but if you're into that sort of team-based shooting mechanic, you would have thought that would be everyone's cup of tea, but it didn't stick the landing. No. Same with Halo Infinite. You know, great big tentpole title, the the face of Xbox. Maybe less so these days, but certainly the most recognisable brand on there, Halo Infinite. Not a bad game, but it didn't stick the landing. Mm. Um, whereas I feel Starfield has come out and it's stuck the landing. And, mm. uh, you know... No disrespect, but I'm sure a lot of Xbox gamers are a little bit bored of playing Forza. At least they've got something new to play. Yeah, and it gives Xbox a bit of breathing space. They've got a game now which is big. This is this still is a big game. I know I've said about the, the mini maps and the, in your hemmed in. It is a big game. People are going to be playing it for a long time. With the openness of the modern scene coming along, there's longevity in this game. It gives them a bit of breathing space to get, you know, you've got Forza Motorsport coming out. They can get on a bit of a run now. Start getting some games out. Well, it's start- a pony you can saddle up and ride into the Christmas sales. Yes, yes. So it's 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 good for them, and it's good for them now to start getting these games on a run now and start getting some, some big games on that games pass. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for the detailed review. Bobby, any more thoughts before I beckon the man up the drive? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> we love him for it. Oh, he's a legend. Absolute legend. Um, okay. Well, at that point, let's beckon him up. Oh, hang on a minute. Bit of a disaster. Last time we saw Ray, I said that he busted through the gate and he fixed it with a pair of cable ties and some bungee straps. He drove the Bluebird straight into it and it catapulted him halfway up Hall Drive. He's taking a run up this time. He's through it. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappers and a dodgy copy battle friend all this week? These are the new release highlights from September 10th to September 16th, 2023. Listen, these are out in digital, physical, or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be region dependent. I've got an admission. Hello. I know you guys are sticklers for details, and you may have noticed that the scripts look a little bit different. Yes. <clears throat> I bought a... <laughs> oh, you end up on a Switch, have you? Just, just hold... <laughs> it's Switch-related story. Oh, no. Stingray, just calm down for a moment, all right? Just take a suck on your Lambert and, and get ready for this. I bought with the Switch a 128-gigabyte memory card, which I mm-hmm. pretty much nearly filled pretty quickly. I then bought a half-gig one off the internet. And I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll just, I've read online. I can just quickly swap these about. I didn't really take for granted how big 128 gig is, nor did I take for granted how much I'd filled it. So when I went to move it from the memory card to the desktop of the UCP486, (laughs) there wasn't enough 
gigabytes spare. So I had to go on a bit of a deleting run. And I didn't realize that the scripts, the holy relics oh, no. of the show, oh, no. got deleted. I didn't realize. I thought they were safe, tucked away in a folder. But because of the way the live desktop works, uh, they got sucked into the cloud. I deleted them from the cloud. So these aren't the original scripts anymore, guys. These are tributes. So lost forever. That's the problem with digital games. Unless forever. at some point in time, I sent Bobby a pages version of the script back in the New York days when we were living there. Uh, and he, he, I will forward it to you. And he is now the sole proprietor of UCP history. <laughs> he is the only license. person <laughs> with a living legacy, a link to the OG days. With all that said and done, another dirty switch admission story. They don't co- stop coming, if I'm honest with you, and I'm starting to feel... It's taken over your life, through in your computer. I mean, your, P- your PlayStation... I mean, what's PlayStation anymore? They're gone. Who are they? I mean, yeah, who are they? <laughs> they're, they're all crying up in the loft. You switched you know? on. Yeah. <laughs> PS3 committed suicide. I mean, dear me. Whoa! Mm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You're sitting there in your Mario hat and your Mario and Luigi cravat. And- I've made some pants out of the tote bag. I bought a couple of Mario tote bags from the Switch Points and oh, I've God fashioned them. This is the episode where we talked about pants. Anyway, I'm looking at the Ray and his, his diminutive child, Wayne. Uh, and this week I'm seeing Ray. <sighs> He's in a full-on NASA replica suit, but where his face should be in the helmet, it's basically his head's not there. It's full of water, and him and Wayne, a goldfish, wow. in Sting's helmet. Wow. Not that helmet, the space helmet. Same again, wow. That That's is- how I'm seeing him. Bobby... How are you seeing Sting this week? So they are in a shopping cart. At the <laughs> bottom of the shopping cart is there's no bottom. It's just the wheels. And he is sitting in there with a pair of gray sweatpants. His feet have extreme calloused from, I guess, you know, running the shopping cart Flintstone style. And Wayne is sitting in the little baby chair. With a little RC wow. remote control car that is actually driving this thing around, and on around around the shopping cart is several bags, and each bag has a logo or a bootleg logo of what is inside, what you can expect to be inside, like a PlayStation or an Xbox or Nintendo, all the way around, and they both have no shirt on, and they are both vaping. I'm not sure if I'm dreaming right now. <laughs> I, I, and I have to tell you something else. Oh, wow. This is not an imagination. This is something I've actually seen this week. You've seen a child vaping in a shopping cart? With a grown man in the bottom of the shopping cart, moving it with his feet. <laughs> Are you sure you saw this, Bobby? I am dead serious. You did not see this. 
I I did. And I have about 20 other co-workers who can verify. Some parts of New York are like a third world country, aren't they? Yeah. This, is, this is one Absolutely. of the oddest parts of, of New York for me. My New York experience was one of like gilded mansions, mega story buildings, and then some of the weirdest, most <laughs> oddest stuff that you would just not expect to see in what people would arguably say is probably one of the most advanced civilization collections on earth yes it's uh, quite interesting wow. wow okay rgt i'm all in um top that <laughs> um he's always on point with me so stingray is actually dressed as my character out of starfield perfectly he's got every detail of the suit the badges is the the visor flips up he's got the hair right he looks phenomenal what, what did you call your character in Starfield? And Dave Mallard is the only answer I'm going to accept. Dave Mallard? What is he really called? Dave Mallard. Okay. But yes. Anyway, um, Wayne, as usual, the, the memo's got a bit muddled up. So he's come as Fox McLeod from Starlink. <laughs> I think he's got the wrong... Yeah, he's, he's in this sort of cheap... Aldi kids dress up suit that looks like a half run over fox with a bit of a space suit. And he's got Starlink merchandise everywhere. I mean, who would collect Starlink merchandise? I mean, come on. That's, I that don't know. I can't imagine. I mean, people are all going to think it's me now that's been collecting this tap, but I think you need to maybe. You know, I mean, I know some people say that is the premiere of space travel games, but I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's not. It's not quite up to his dad's standards at the minute, but I will give him five out of ten for effort. You're right, I like to think, <laughs> mate. I've just, I've basically got a cup of my own spit to sip at now because I, <laughs> <laughs> I like. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh my! I like to. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> I like to think we're the only gaming news show that would use Starlink as a direct comparison to Starfield. Um, <laughs> no one else, no one else is doing that. Um, straight first out of the boot, Halmer, Halmer, Hulmer, a detective noir story, September eleventh. Halmer is a dedication. No, it's not. No, no. Halmer is a deduction <laughs> visual novel set in Munich. Discover a conspiracy against the upper echelons of society alongside former detective. Judith, mm. while visiting real locations in a comic-inspired look. I like the sound of that. Sound interesting. Eterna Nights, PC, PS5, PS4, September 12th. Eterna Nights is a dating action game where you try to make the most out of life during the apocalypse. Monday, go on a date. Tuesday, clear dungeon. Friday, freak out. The clock is ticking. That, that's two genres I didn't think would be put together. Exactly. Um, up next is the um, the Isle Tide Hotel. Uh, PS5, P- PC, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Great game to take 12th. on the go, this Bobby, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, explore <laughs> mysterious, mysterious hotel and infiltrate a cult in this FM, FM, FMV. 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 <laughs> um, detective game featuring a cast from Game of Thrones, The Witcher, and more. 
Every decision counts as you gather clues and uh, question guests. Can you unearth the ominous secrets of the Isle Tide Hotel before it's too late to save your missing daughter? Mm, Sounds good. MV as well, yeah. That's I know. That might actually be my mummy mm-hmm. mummy. This mm. next one, it looks like, um, I'll be honest, it looks like uh, <laughs> things at a moment here because there's a box of, there's a game here, Heretics Fork on PC, but it looks like he's boxed it up as Naraka Blade Point. Uh, a 60 player PVP from about three years ago uh, shows you what's going on with the scripts. Uh, but more importantly, I'm going to pull this out Super Bomberman R2 on the PC, PS5, Xbox Ooh. Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. If you're wondering, yeah, this is a great game to take on the go. It's also on Nintendo platform, Switch, Super Nintendo, and NES. September 13th, the latest title of the party game series, Super Bomberman R with new adventures and game modes. It's the largest content volume in the series' history. Oh, some good games this month, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, next up, we have Ed Infultum. Infu- I would. Infinitum. Infinitum. That is a strange name. In Ad Infinitum, you play as a German soldier haunted by the horrors of the Great War, while your mind grapples with memories of your family home and the trenches on the front, you try to break the endless cycle of suffering. Ad infinitum means to go on and on and on. So this endless cycle ah, of suffering okay. is it's quite a good name. Oh, yeah. No, a good name yeah. Indeed. Sounds interesting, actually. Probably should Up be next. my mummy mummy, but I, I can't take it on the go. So. In a game <laughs> I cannot pronounce um, at all. I would say this is A.K. Ox, Oxital. Oxital, that's amazing. That's what you o- just lent on the keyboard when you typed the script. Oxalotal. And what are those little things that you get, the, the South American sort of uh, little fish newt things that are kind of demonstration of like human, human evolution? Axolotl? So is this, is, is this AK Axolotl? Probably yes. Very interesting. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's for uh, all the systems. Uh, September 14th. It's uh, AK Axolotl is the ultimate top-down roguelike shooter starring the most adorable amphibian. You nailed it. You nailed it right there. Uh, you are an Axolotl armed with an AK <laughs> that embarks on an epic rampage shooting down anything that stands in their, in their way. This is a little bit like uh, Vampire Survivors, or mm. it's a little bit like... Boiling, mashing, put them in a stew. Not this yeah, potato. So. It's brotator, baby. Pretty odd. Okay. I might, I might I add, this is probably a perfect game to take on the go. Yeah, sounds like a good game to on the go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you pair of scoundrels. Uh, oh, next, Crew Motorfest. PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. You know, the lower standard of console. September 14th, a beautiful new playground to explore iconic cars from the past, present, and future. Discover the incredible diversity of vehicles and experiences featured in the crew. Trademark mm. Motorfest. Mm. Uh, next up, we've got Heavy Duty Challenge. PC, mm. PS5, Xbox Series X, September 14th. Heavy Duty Challenge is an open-world off-road truck simulator developed by Nano Games. Players will be able to drive licensed trucks and explore an immersive open world or compete in challenges inspired by real-world off-road truck trials. That sounds quite good. I might even have to do that as my uh, mama, uh, mama. 
Um, is it me next or is it Bobby? Oh, it's uh, Sugar Shack for PC. September 14th. Uh, grab some friends, fire up the boiler, and let the syrup flow. <laughs> Build the world around your cabin as you fulfill orders of hungry villagers with endless sweet tooths. There's never a dull moment in this cozy forest inspired by Quebec lore and art. Another Canada game. Canada. 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 Um, Heavy Duty Challenge. RGT. <laughs> Has read that already. That, I know, but I'm just looking at the trailer. I've watched it earlier oh. and I'm watching it again and I'm like, this is... Have I got to retract my mum and mum? This is a real piece of us. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'll reinstate my mum and mum. The only downside I'm seeing so far is the actual kings of off-road driving, and this is this is as genuine as I can say, would be Iveco, and I'm not seeing any Ivecos in the... In there. Hmm. I wondered why you say Iveco. Well, probably because they've got their own uh, defence division. They've got oh. their own. They've got you know. They've won the Paris Dakar more times than you, you've had hot dinners. Oh, well, um, you know a lot about Ovico, don't you? Truck racing specialists oh. uh, win every season. They know how to put together a, a serious off-road competing vehicle. They've also <laughs> Any, anyone would think you work for. Funny, eh? Don't say that. That's not okay. It's, it's probably one of the biggest secrets in gaming media. <laughs> Well, no, I just said. I didn't say it was a secret. Now I'm watching someone unbox a Star Wars watch. Uh, <laughs> that's the YouTube algorithm for you. Yeah. Uh, Boaty Bikeland Overclocked on the PC September 15th. Boaty Bikeland Overclocked <laughs> combines classic 3D platforming with a splash of innovation. Double jump, dash, hover, and glide through vibrant levels. Discovering fantastic combos inspired by the very essence of computers and technology. If you I'll wanted to you. make SMR to get you to sleep, it was that. Of all these games, Ad Infinitum looks uh, pretty dope. Is that your mummy, mummy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mine was Isle Tide Hotel. RGT's yours was Heavy Duty Challenge or no? Oh, stuck between those two, but I think I'll go Heavy Duty Challenge, yeah. Okay, awaiting the Italian DLC for that bad boy before I go all in. Uh, okay, <laughs> before we let Ray disappear down the drive on his good route home after a hard day's slog, feed Wayne his alphabetic spaghetti and all that good stuff that is Wayne's <laughs> natural diet. Uh, alphabetic spaghetti. That's the best. What... Are you taking as your VHS mummy mummy? Is that me? Yes, you, sir. I am going to go for the Cannonball Run. Need to see that again. Is Cannonball Run better or worse than Smokey and the Bandit? Because I'm going to say worse. Ooh, cool. That's, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I'd probably say worse. I preferred, I think. Smoking a bandit, but I haven't seen Cannibal Run for ages, so I'm definitely gonna okay. put that in the old Betamax. Bobby, what's your VHS mummy mummy pick, my friend? I'm gonna get the entire collection of MacGyver. <laughs> wow. 
if Ray next week isn't sort of escaping from something make it made out of and scrolls. last week I was upset because I got the Nano 2 and 0 collection mm. um, and I need to get the other three discs that are missing oh. a naughty DVD was in one of the discs oh Oops. not sure if that was Wayne or not but that's not nice well, no. I've I've reached round Ray into the sting into the stingray reveal. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And pulled out his rental book, his little sort of notepad. It's where he keeps records of who he's lent things to or not. And it looks like the previous renter of nine oh two one oh was Mr. and Mrs. RGT. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. The previous renter to that was Mr. and Mrs. Digital Monkery. So somewhere between those two couples. There is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Three Listen, of the discs not complaining. It One was, of them was replaced with a naughty naughty. It was a classic naughty naughty. Not oh. complaining about it. Just was a, a little bit awkward when I put it in. I want a guy in a postman's uniform, was only Bobby can know. I don't know what the title of it was, but Most you know, the postman knocks five times. Oh, yeah, do you mind um, sending that back, Bobby? Or copy that. Yeah. And then when you're done with it, I'll put it back in my collection. Yeah, no problems. Fine. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> what's mine? Um, I'm. I'm gonna take. A copy of Cities of Gold. Oh, the classic eighties cartoon. Yeah. It's an eighties cartoon based around the Spanish um, Inca Great era. Exactly, wow. that's why I picked it. Oh. And they unlock these two kids unlock these magical sort of devices made by the Incas as like a flying condor. There's a ship that can like activate these gold sails, which moves it through the water. Yeah. Still to this day, I'm sure an episode where the condor and the boat joined, but maybe it was a childhood fever dream when I had mumps or something. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but with all that said and done, the ray's gone. And all I see on the floor is a space ration pack for alphabet spaghetti. And the postman knocks five times. Add water and hope for the best. Yeah. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> this has been probably the most fever dream-like episode. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest with you, I still don't know what's actually going on. Um, but what I do know is I feel safe in the show's environment because the roadmap, which takes us from one thing to the other, means that I only need to ask you gentlemen what you're hoping to play. Bobby, let's start with you. I'd imagine it's a two-word answer. Correct. <laughs> what, what are you hoping Correct. to play? Uh, Diablo 4. <laughs> um, several more hours of that uh, today and over the week. And probably into, right into the next show. Right, in, right into the next show. I yeah. play to you. I'll tell you yeah. one thing about you, Bobby, is when you commit... Yep, you're a dedicated man. You never let go. There's I'm only two times... I'm committed to you guys. That's beautiful. Oh. And by us, through you, listener, he's committed to you. That's right. 
RGT, what are you hoping to play? Um, more Starfield. Keep carrying on with my story on there. Um, Going to have another night this week on GTA 3, the ball border. Um, can't wait to play that. That's fantastic revisiting that. Um, I'll probably keep dabbling in with Rotator again, I suppose. See if I'm come so close to getting wave 20, I'll keep getting wave 19 and dying, which is frustrating, but makes me want to play more. Um, I might be able to, if we get time, dip into some more Sea of Stars um, and maybe some more Saints Row. Oh, and also Generation Zero Online. I shall be dipping in that again because that was great fun. Starfield's dead to you already? No, no, no. Starfield, I shall be uh, playing Starfield. I mean, I need... To be honest, from a showrunner point of view, if that's even my title anymore, I don't even know. I need you to have that finished by next week. Yeah, well, that ain't happening, but I shall <laughs> put some more hours in. <laughs> put you back out and call in. Um, I'll give you the afternoon off. You're just waiting for the Switch version. I mean, I'm not being funny. That'd be a great game to take on the go. Well, I know. Starlink is. I mean, maybe you should look at that as that is the premier space travel game. Maybe. No, stop this now. You're never going to make this popular, no matter how hard you try. No, I'm not. No, no. I mean, that's you know, the same. Okay. Yeah. There's more chance of me buying the Constellation edition of Starfield. And I mean, who would be playing Starlink at the minute? I mean, that no is the most all amazing thing I've ever seen. All it's the most silly, egregious thing I've ever all seen. All those silly little toys and that you get with it. I mean, who would be playing that? I mean, wow. You had this plan, clearly. The weird Love thing it. is, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place. I don't know whether to go all in on Starfield because it would be a collection I could see Starlink, Starlink, yeah. Starlink done quite quickly, I'd imagine. If yeah. I bring the Ponsonbury credit card to bear on eBay, one imagines you'd walk out with every bit of tat that game ever had. Yeah. But the biggest thing... And I keep fighting it. I've been to rehab six times about this bad boy, and I, you know, I still don't think I'm clean. The biggest thing that's drawing me in at the moment and uh, occupying my time is Switch Steelbooks. Mm, They're so small. They're cute. They're they're everything. I suppose the cabinet of PlayStation Steelbooks will be cleared out. They'll be in a bin bag in the loft. Suddenly, there'll be Tears of the Kingdom Steelbook. Mario Steelbook. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. More for the PlayStations to cuddle up to. Let let me ask you this question. In a loft. This is the weird place my world exists in. When I brought you to Ponsonbury Manor barely two weeks ago, maybe more, it feels time Mm -hmm. and space has lost all relevance. Where was my Switch collection? Um, Well, your cartridges are all in a little question mark block which you proudly shoot me how it opened up like Optimus Prime. I have two of those now. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and then shoot me your very, very nice Mario tote bag that you'd proudly got with your... Skip to the chase. Where was my Switch collection? Um, It was... I can't remember. Was it in a box? You put it in a box? I can't remember. It was in a Mario bag hidden in my... Mob wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> so mumsy don't find what you've been spending your paper round money on. <laughs> I just don't know where I put this. I just have run out of places to put this stuff. And I just thought, you know what? I don't need this sitting on a shelf, making me feel like I need more to fill that gap up on the shelf. I'm going to put them in a, a Mario bag. That won't be long. 
it, you know, yeah, well, they don't all fit in the bag anymore. Oh, dear. Because I actually picked up second-hand a copy of Two Point Campus, and it came in this really cool collector's case. How many, can I can you just ask before we finish the show, how many games have you got now? Because I've got a funny feeling you've gone a bit mad on this. How many games have you picked up physically now? Be honest. Oh, dear. I don't like... Much. How I don't much like have you spend? I don't like the way this is going. How I'm, many games? Have let me you just put up? some parenthesis in here. I've Still really, it. I've really enjoyed collecting for us a new system. Right. I've really enjoyed getting. I've really enjoyed thinking this would be a great game to take on the go. How many, George? How many have you bought, George? Oh, get... you've only been into the Switch what a month? Digital or physical? Both. Physical. Well, do physical first, then do both. How many physical copies of Switch games have you bought? Do we do this on air? Do you want me to yes. go Let me go get them. Go and get them, because I reckon you know what it's like, Bobby. He goes this, all in. This he guy. goes all in. He Bobby, bought... Bobby, let's have a guess each. Okay. I'm a, no, I'm going to say he bought about 25 games. I reckon more. I reckon he's at 35, I reckon. Damn, you think so? Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's only been in it. He's only been in it into the switch for about a month. That's crazy. Here we go. Let's see. I hear him. I hear it. Here he comes. Oh, here we go. He looks embarrassed. <laughs> a little bit. It's awkward. It's just awkward. It's just awkward. We've had a guess each. Should we watch? Yeah, we had a guess. Closest? Okay, don't tell me anything yet. Then. Uh-huh. Let's see. No. So in this one, I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. <laughs> I, I, you know, if we had an HR manager, which I hadn't made you, RGT, I'd be looking at bullying right now. Stop what, what, making excuses and count. 1, 2... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So you've got twenty-six physical games, have you? Yeah. Bobby wins. He said twenty-five. Good lad. I said thirty-five. But how many altogether? Was digital? Yeah, mm. just in the memory. Uh, <sighs> Over or under fifteen? <clears throat> Under, I've got MLB 23, I've got Witcher 3, I've got Out, Outer Worlds, I've got the Ezio collection. Vampire Survivor. Vampire Survivor. Brotato. I ain't got Brotato yet. I went off yet, I've got Farming Tycoon. Mm. I've got This War Is Mine. Mm-hmm. I've got Assassin's Creed Rogue collection. Is that technically three games? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. Did you get the Jedi Academy? Or was that physical? That's physical. Okay. So that's 36 games. So, in a way, we're both correct. Mm. And, and over, <laughs> We over both one. hit it. I said 25, you're 26. And how much chat have you bought? 
apart from these really cool Mario question mark game cases, so I can carry my shame around in a little man bag on my shoulder, okay. my whole my whole setup. Um, see, so I can go anywhere, and I've got my whole library ready to go. No messing about on the system. I've got a couple of docks, one here, one there, uh, and I've got my handheld option. Um, case. Case, your new pro controller. You've got your new Do you have the Switch sent for the car mirror? I've got the car mirror, the Switch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I like finding something new to collect for, <laughs> and I've enjoyed collecting for it. I'm enjoying collecting for it. Mm. I, I don't think it's over yet. As long as you're happy, bro, we're happy. I've, I've, I realised that I've got Arkham Trilogy. <laughs> On pre-order, I've got Mario Wonder on pre-order, and I've got physical Red Dead Redemption on pre-order, which is, which is quite impressive when you've sort of got into the Switch about what six weeks ago, months, mm-hmm. three three days ago. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> quite the haul. I've been smart, been clever. I've shopped about, put my nose on the ground. I've watched I, lots. I of, think it's wonderful to be honest. I know I've watched like lots of I, I, what I like is I've watched loads of top 10 must have videos, people's like top 10s, hidden gems. I've done like eShop videos on YouTube. I've done like why owning a Switch in 2023 is good. My solo episode coming up at some point in time in the future will be entitled that, I think. Well, uh, well Switched Up is a brilliant uh, YouTube channel. And I enjoy their Enjoyed. show. They're yeah. brilliant. Brilliant. They are very good. I found a lot of games through them. The Did holy you, trinity yeah. of gaming websites, um, Push Square, Pure Xbox, and Inside Nintendo or Nintendo Life, whatever it's called. Nintendo Life is good. Yeah, the holy trinity, such great websites. I literally, I'm on all of them all the time in the forums, whatever. I don't care. I'm, this is an admission from me. If you're in there, you're on there, you're on there, you're doing it. Um, but no, Switch has been a mere revelation. I like I like it, and actually, it's taken me back to a, my sort of teen life, really, of just playing these rather charming little games. Mm. Are we done now? Because that's been probably one of the more painful experiences that I've ever shared on the show. Uh, we will ne- we will never mention your Switch obsession anymore. A little bit like the Discord, you had to say it, didn't you? I'm not saying it, he said it. Gentlemen, mm-hmm. before I dive off red-faced and ashamed for what's become an issue hmm. for me. Think of, it's like treatment for you. I think of it as like treatment. My family aren't eating, really. <laughs> so I blame you, and Adam the artist was involved in this. So, you know, you're implicated. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Bobby, you got anything coming up on the old Instagram page? Why don't you share the location and where people can find you? Because they need to get following you so they can get ready for the spook fest. So it's the underscore chronicles underscore of underscore a underscore gamer. Um, I like spaces, you know, and you can't do that on Instagram. So that's that. And also last night I watched Super Mario Brothers movie. Amazing. I need to get that. I need to I thought it was absolutely amazing. One Um, thing I've got to RGT just quiet for a moment. Do you guys remember you were OG? Do you remember a guy called Sensei Rius? 
who was like one of the early listeners of the show in season one, got himself immortalized as like the Kung Fu expert, the village. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've noticed that he changed his name to like Lone Wolf or whatever it was. And his latest name change is Handsome Rob 07. That's impossible. Why? Is that who you are? I'm Handsome Rob 7. Have a little look, so you've got yourself a number one fan there, Bobby. Big listener. On Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Handsome Rob, and then see who else comes up. And it's it's our man, Sensei Rius. Handsome Rob. <laughs> Zero seven? Yeah. Ooh, it's yeah. Rob. Wow, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your number one fan. Bless him. He's been with us every step of the way. He's obviously pinpointed a, a fan favorite. Uh, Bobby, and he's dedicated his life to being your number one fan. So, yeah, thank you, thank you again. Thank you. Um, RGT, do you have anything more to impart before you disappear? You ought to uh, follow him, Bobby, really, set his mind ablaze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I'll just, um, Digital Monkey, well done for the comment in a month for. August, I will contact Listen, you your choice of prize. Mr. Sure. Digital Monkey, don't come alone. Every single time he brings Mrs. Digital Monkery. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, I what, I was, trying to say is, what I was trying to say is, before my mind ran away with itself there, is that they always support us on the show. So when you do yes. the prize, make sure it's not just for him. Make sure it's for both of them and, the, and yeah. the family is what I, I was trying to say yeah. before you yeah. went all pervy on me. I did not do anything of the sort, but I will be contacting you anyway for your choice of prize. So I'll let you know this week. Make sure it's get the Mario tote bag. And that's a family prize. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good bag to take on the go is what I like Oh, God. (laughs) We got to get shirts made. We got to get shirts made. Yeah. Great. We need merch, bro. And that's merch. Bada Binksters sort of couched out he's got uh so much stuff going on i would love to get a i don't know pink or yellow type shirt with the original logo right here on the chest mm. handsome rob seven in the back oh like you get a yellow shirt. tie-dye on the go not a team shirt we need to get a football shirt on the go i'm down bro on the on go, the go. Sponsored by Steam. Then we can have we can have a shirt with a little thing coming out. It's like RGT's head, you know, hidden gems. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> oh no! A little oh. popping out. Hey, here I am. Where's he going with this? No, no and maybe, and then maybe the gems fall to the back, and it goes around the shirt, and there's some random games. <laughs> Perfect. I like it in order as well. <laughs> In order of the wow of each week of that. Okay, with that said and done, let's 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 give the listeners their time back, and that's all we have time for this week. Listeners, always thank you for your time. I look forward to the pressure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. Remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial control. It's what you do with it that counts. See you guys. Bye. Peace.